that wasn't on my bingo card. But like to be fair, I mean, just nothing truly, literally nothing in my life in the past several years has been on my fucking bingo card. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) You you didn't even want to play bingo. I fucking hate it so much. I think it's such a waste of time. So just to be fair, like as I was falling, I was like, this seems right. I'm recording. I'm recording, recording too. We're recording. I see this. Wait, listen. Um, do I need to charge my computer? No, it's okay for now. You know, I we've been dealing with this thing forever. The sound recording issue. Um, so, apparently, you know, I've been gone for a million weeks, and apparently. I mean, and Ray had been, and Ray has been gone for many more um, as my assistant, not as my friend or as human. Yeah, he's in still the world. On, he's still he's on earth. Still Earth. around. Still <laughs> exists. Anyway, the point being, he had been talking to the company like, oh, I'm, you're not even, you can't even see me. Sorry. That's Sorry. Okay. So rude. No. Um, he had been talking to the company and they were supposed to send me a new one. Still hasn't come. Okay. So well, we're on battery power now. Okay. And I'm just going to keep an eye on it. We'll see Full what bars. happens. Full bars. Full bars. The good news is we're back to uh, a bi-coastal recording of the podcast. So that means that we have a backup on our computers. It just doesn't sound as good. Listen, is it good news that we're back to bi-coastal I mean, recording? I don't know. It, I don't know. It's good news, bad news, but that that's the good news is that we have like a backup track in in the event that your very fragile recorder fails, which is like well, a thing that happens to either one of us practically every week. Basically every episode. It used to happen to Shantira. I miss Shantira. I was about to say that. <laughs> I miss Shantira because I feel like it's like one of those, it's like symbiosis. Like, like someone always has to have some audio issue yeah and it used to always and be her it was always Shantira, but now it's just a real crapshoot and she like when she stopped doing the podcast she gave me all of her equipment in case we ever needed it for something even though it was faulty and i feel like somehow that infected my equipment and well you know spread how, like, to yours. i i don't know i'm like not great with you know anything S- stuff Anything. I was just going to say anything. <laughs> just anything. I don't think that's true, but. Well, it's not not true. How's it going? How, how's it going, Casey? What's going on? Well, yeah, what's going on? How are on? you doing? Um, I'm good. I got my haircut this week. I think it's like, it's a fine line between like a chic short haircut and a Karen hairdo. You know what I mean? I think it's all in the way that you dress. <laughs> Is it? It you could know what I mean? be. It yeah. could be. Yeah, because I feel like uh, I feel like haircut plus outfit equals Karen vibes. Yeah, I Guys, get it. Apologize, deeply apologize to any good Karens out there. Yeah, like my mother-in-law, Karen. She's a good. She's the best Karen that I know, no. and I know a lot of good Karens. And as a child, my imaginary cousin 
was also named Karen. I had like, everybody has an imaginary friend. I had an imaginary sure. cousin. Mine was named Derry Shaxon. <laughs> Have we never talked about this? Derry no. Shaxon? What about Derry Shaxon? I don't know. That was just who my imaginary best friend was, Derry Shaxon. I talked about him a lot. And recently, not that recently, in the past seven years, maybe, who fucking knows? What is time? I did try to, I think, like look him up. To see if see if like, he was I on was Facebook? Like, well, just to see if like he was a ghost or something. <laughs> like if there was somebody named Derry Shack. Derry Shackson is such a specific name. It and it feels, really is. I know. And it feels like a real name. Yeah. What, but not like I didn't think he would be living and like on Facebook. I thought that he would maybe be, uh, I could find like an obit for him. Yeah, and that he, like, he like, he like died like, in like May 1979, right? Like somehow was like attached to my spirit, right? I don't know. Did you find anything? No. Interesting. Interesting. But I also I'm I'm unclear. I am unclear if I tried that hard. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Well, mm -hmm. if any of you out there knew a Derry Shaxon, <laughs> um, I never gave my imaginary cousin a last name. Well, maybe you just assumed it was your last name or something. Maybe. I imagined her in my mind. Do you remember Sesame Street? The um, loaf of bread, container of milk, stick of butter. Do you remember obviously. that? Yeah. Obviously. Um, that's in my mind what I pictured her to look like. Does anyone have that tattooed? Oh, Because that would really... be a fucking great tattoo. That's a good one. And her mom was so cool. A loaf so of cool. bread, a container of milk, and a, and a stick, stick of, of butter. butter. Stick of butter. <laughs> but it's stick of butter. Because they had like, she had like a little New York accent. Yes, yes. Yeah. A loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter. <laughs> so, I love it. Anyway, that's who I imagined my imaginary cousin to be. And I think that this is how I remember it. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. Is that I loved that little girl. I loved her little dress. I love that she was allowed to independently go to the grocery store and even like had responsibilities, which, um, LOL. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. LOL. The things we think are so cool when we're little kids. Yes. Um, but I think that I talked about my imaginary cousin in a way like she was real. And mm -hmm. I said, you know, I kept talking about my cousin Karen. And my mom was like, you don't have a cousin, Karen. And um, and I was like, no, I do. I do. She's real. And then my Nana, who we lived with, was like, actually, you do have a cousin, Karen. She lives in Alaska. And I think I have a photo of her. And um, And it was like a second or third cousin who lived in Alaska. And she showed me her photo. And she was just like, I want to say she was like an adult woman science teacher, Great. But I was like, I was bummed, obviously, that it wasn't the little girl from Sesame Street. And I like, that. I never met my real cousin Karen, but I hung out with my imaginary cousin Karen a lot. That's really cool. <laughs> It'd be fun if we could still have uh, imaginary friends. I mean, I feel like I kind of do. I yeah. feel like I have. I think they're real people, but sometimes I have like a little bit of like an imaginary friendship with them, you know, if that makes, no. if that makes sense. No. 
<laughs> it doesn't to me. But do you just mean like real life people like that, you know, from online or whatever? Yeah. I mean, just anyone like because, you know, like you don't spend a ton of time with the majority of people that you kind of know. So I mm. guess, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I always just imagine like, well, when I think about them, then I just imagine what's going on in their life. And then I'm like, mm. oh, great. It's like, you know, kind of like hanging out with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like who knows if it's true? Well, that's right. <laughs> I don't like spread my ideas around about what they're doing in case it's not. But I mean, it's also like you don't really have to have imaginary friends, I guess, either. Because if everyone's on like Instagram or whatever, then you feel like you're catching Uh up with people, you know? Yeah, I do know. Like I I think it must be have been weird for people before Facebook. Yeah. I don't remember it. I mean, even though like we were fair, we were very much ensconced in adulthood when Facebook came out. Yes. I don't remember like, actually, I guess I do. I actually guess I do because that's why my high school reunion was such a fucking big deal for me. Oh. My 10 year high school reunion. Yeah. That was like before anybody was on or right. It was actually, it probably actually was right around the exact same time because the first person I ever heard about Facebook from was Whitney Cummings. Of course. Okay. Sure. This tracks. Yeah. And Whitney and I met on the film Maid of Honor. Right. M-A-D-E guys. Yes. A little play on words. Yes. Because Patrick Dempsey was... In the bride's party, but was also in love with her, the bride. Classic. And will he be made of honor? (laughs) I don't even fucking, I don't know. It was, that was such a shit show. But anyway, um, not Patrick Dempsey per se. No. Uh, He was fine, but I just mean the whole thing. And that was right when I got married. Yeah. And Whitney was like, like in... England, I remember her showing me what Facebook was. Oh, okay. She also was the one that like made me get an Apple email account. Oh, interesting. Okay. And get rid of my AOL. Whitney really pushed me into the modern net. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's interesting. We all have those people that encourage us to. I'd probably still be on AOL. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I spent a day with. With Elizabeth Moss, when I first got an iPhone that had like texting, like not numeric texting, and she's the person that explained to me that how you text with two thumbs instead of one pointer finger. She was like, that's hilarious. She was doing a bit on the show that I was working on. And she just was like, I just remember she had like such a gentle way of saying my name, which was very, it was like a warm bath. And she was like, Casey, you have to text with two thumbs and not one finger she was looking out for you for sure (laughs) she really that was definitely like that was like a that's a solid move she saw you and she was like i gotta tell this lady i gotta let her know i gotta let her know this is not this is not the way it's gonna work for her first iphone experience isn't it so weird how many things like 
that we have come into. Like, yes, Facebook. Lori Kilmartin was my first friend on Facebook. Comedian Lori Kilmartin. I don't remember. I well, I mean, obviously Whitney was, but yeah. Did you, were you on Friendster though? Because I yes, loved Friendster. I loved Friendster. And then MySpace was after Friendster? Friendster. But then MySpace was after Friendster. And I never did MySpace because I was like, it's too weird. I don't know. I thought it was like just about music and like mm-hmm. I don't need anyone's input into into what music I should be listening to. I feel like I choose fine. I was like, but I feel like I was in, on, in, not in, guys. I was on <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. Before it became like just exclusively mostly music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause for a second and then, cause then once it was Facebook, then everybody just like jumped over. Yeah. And Friendster really got, really got kicked to the curb. I know. Was the was, most, I loved Friendster. I loved Friendster. It was all my college friends. Cause we went from having like, um, like an email, like a list serve email that was all my college friends. And it was just like a, like a chain email that went back and forth, kind of like a group chat, but via email. And, um, yeah. And then we started using Friendster and I really loved it because I felt like it was more, I don't know, it was more convenient and more egalitarian. Cause someone can really dominate like a, like a group email thread, you know? Yeah. Oh, I know it. <laughs> or, I mean, or a group chat from time to time. Or a group chat. I feel like that's, for some reason, I feel like that's natural. Like, I feel like whenever the group chat wakes up, it's because, like, one of the members is, like, putting out a bat signal that they need some, mm-hmm. They need to talk about something. So I always mm-hmm. feel like it's very natural to just let that person dominate the group Mm -hmm. chat in that moment. And then I even feel like even if you have something that you need to talk about too, like at the same time or that's like happening, Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to like allow a little bit of a grace period between when that person's like moment on the floor wraps Mm -hmm. up, then you have to like get a snack and then maybe you can like, if the moment's right, you can dive back in with what you need. I think that's, True. Um, Guys, I want to just quickly uh, say, because some of you might be too young or slash too old. Sorry. (laughs) You might be. To explain real fast what Friendster was. Friendster was a social network before Facebook. It was an online community connecting people through the networks of friends for dating, making new friends, Meeting new people, chatting. Yeah. It was pioneering. I'm looking at Wired Magazine from 2013. They have the autopsy of Friendster, how it died. It's interesting because it was for one brief second in 2003. It. Like everybody I knew was on Friendster and it was what everybody was doing. Yeah. And basically, this is what this article, just real quick, I'm just, I'm just skimming to give you guys the skim, skimmed version of this. <laughs> Don't get this confused with skim, the newsletter that skims the news and tells you basically what you need to know. But uh, basically, it was burdened by some technical glitches and a much more nimble competitor in Facebook. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
Hmm. And then in 2009, a site redesign crushed it. So like it was basically over, I mean, dead by 2005, 2006. It's yeah. really, it was really only like two years. It was like yeah. 2003 to 2005 or six. Yeah. But it, but it sort of like hung on by a thread until 2009. Um, but it was really, it was really interesting like, cause uh, do you remember what the interface was even like? It was like a, it was just like a message. Board well, you kind could, of, right. Yeah. But you could only, you, you could only pick, you had like your inner cores, right? Yeah. So how it worked is like, you basically got 10 people, right? Yeah. It was like six degrees of separation. essentially, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like, you picked your top 10 peep friends. Right. And those were your like number ones or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And then, but they, you had to like, they had to accept you and you had to accept them. Right. Right. And then, and then what happened? And then they could introduce you to people. You had to be, I know you had to like be like one direct one connection away from someone in order to message with them, right? Oh, okay. I don't remember anything at all about how it worked. Like I mm. wasn't concerned at that point with like amassing followers in any way. Like that- No, like, no, no. But that wasn't the point. Right, you didn't right. want- Like, and some people were like, I only have 10. Right. Like they like- Right. Right? Yeah, I think so. I All I know is like when I used Friendster, I just had like my group of friends, aka my uh, my boyfriend's friends at the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband's friends um, from, from college. And uh, yeah, and that was it. And I never, I don't think I, maybe like one or two people I chatted with a few times, like out, like a friend of a friend, but I was very provincial in my ways on Friendster. Yeah, I like really just, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I don't remember why I liked it though. Maybe it was just like, maybe because it was just the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. It's so weird. I mean, well, did you used to chat on AOL? Oh, well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ro- yeah, I did. I did. I did. Rosie yes. O'Donnell. When I worked at Rosie, I didn't even have email when I first started there. Like, I didn't even know how to use the internet. Like, that's where I learned. She was chatting on AOL, like, years before anyone. Like, she was talking to people online and being like, oh, I'm I'm talking to this kid that lives in such and such a place. It was kind of wild. Wait, I think that Rosie O'Donnell, though, got catfished early on yes yeah she had like someone and i read the article about it like a cancer like a person pretending to have cancer they pretended they're like or was it was it um that other thing you know um oh my god what is it called you know munchausen's um i am like the person like if it was uh, like i know that it wasn't cancer but right i thought it i just remember that it was someone saying that they had like a troubled life or something well maybe there was that too i know that Rosie O'Donnell had become online friends with JT Leroy, right? Oh, huh, huh. Maybe. Oh, wait, maybe I'm conflating things. I think I'm conflating things. (laughs) 
Yeah, Rosie wrote a book about it called Find oh. Find Me. Um, Ooh, part memoir, part mystery, a compelling tale that will break readers' hearts even as it heals them. Um, sure. It was a New York Times bestseller. Aren't and, we all? Uh, aren't we all? <laughs> I'm not, but... Um, not with that attitude. <laughs> um, but yeah. I did not read the book, but okay, here's what the uh part Guys, memoir. This is a very well researched podcast. I as mean, you as you tell. know, as you know, we get on the podcast and read the internet to each other. Um <laughs> so dumb. Part memoir, part mystery, find me as a tale of a friendship between a troubled young woman and a celebrity obsessed with helping her. Rosie O'Donnell's candid memoir is a topsy-turvy tale of mistaken identities and strange psychological illnesses that may or may not exist. Anyway, That's I'm going to read it. I never read it. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know. I was having a baby when it came out. I was busy making um, a person with my body. <sighs> but I'm going to read it now. It kind of seems incredible yeah and it kind of seems like it should be a movie now like or something uh okay should we make it yeah let's call her and see see what she says about it if she's into it she loves she loves you she loved you when she came on the podcast she thought you were great so that's really nice (laughs) um so I am curious. What are you curious if you, about? If you watched the uh, awards show that was on. The Grammy Awards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not. I watched the clips. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. For so many years, so much of my job was um, watching award shows and trying to crank out comedy in real time about it. Um, that mm-hmm, was either mm-hmm. getting shot that night or the next morning that I really, really, really came to just loathe the responsibility of an award show because I don't, cause a couple things, like I don't love making fun of any person really. Um, even if they're rich and famous and like we think they're entitled and they don't be- deserve the things that they're getting or whatever. Like, it's just, that's not my style of comedy or like making observations on something that is very repetitious in my opinion, like award shows I find to be very repetitious and it's just, and I don't know. Anyway, long story long, I don't really ever watch award shows now because like I'm not getting paid for it and I, it just still brings me back to when I had to. It's so interesting that you say that about the um like that it's just like about making fun of people when the you know. Yeah. Like the roast, the roasting. Yeah. Like I just I just wonder if like our collectively because of the like trauma that we've all sort of endured in the last couple of years. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this after the ask Oscars or at all. Yeah. I think we did. I mean, we, we did. talked about the roast. No, thing. I mean, 
No, I know. Yeah. But like if we talked about the fact that like I think everybody's just like over it. Nobody wants to do it, see it or do it anymore. Because yeah. I don't think like my takeaway, I didn't watch the Grammys either. Yeah. Because again, I'm like not, I don't know. I'm still having some issues. <laughs> my, dis- <laughs> my disconnect with the world. Like yeah. I was going to post... Like, I posted a photo of Gina yesterday. I can't, like, I'm having a hard time. Like, I can't post anything on the internet, and I cannot, and I can't, like, I don't, because I am just, like, but also just, like, I I don't, I also am not going to, like, I can't post the, like, photos from, that I'm seeing from Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to do, like, that's, I'm, I'm not, I can't that is so disturbing, like so upsetting to me and so disturbing to me. And like, I understand why people are like posting a lot of the photos that they're posting on Instagram. But at the same time, like, I just, I don't know. It all feels like such a weird, like fucked up disconnect to me. Like where it's like, oh my God, that joke is so funny. That cat is so cute. That baby with the information written on its back in case the parents are murdered is really fucked up and right. is now seared into my brain right. and 47 people I know posted it and like just it's like oh that girl looked so pretty my friend looked so pretty at the awards ceremony right. oh this oh the dead bodies in the mass grave and okay that's okay. right right I like I heard it I get I don't fucking right. know right and how do you react to it I think it's like and I think not to put words in your mouth, but oh, I, you can. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's yeah, it's that whiplash that we talked about about like what do we mm-hmm. like? You're going from feeling one thing to feeling another thing within seconds, which mm-hmm. I guess in a way is kind of like it's not dissimilar to reading a newspaper or like a magazine that's sort of like you know, it's different topics, but it's so fast. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's breaks more your brain. It's like, it, it is, it's more akin to like what always used to drive my parents crazy when we finally got like got cable when I was a preteen or whatever, yeah. the flipping, my dad would call it flipping. Yeah. And my sister and I would flip, you know, yeah. and like, Adults don't like grownups of that era didn't they couldn't process the information that quickly. Right. right? Like flipping the channels was the precursor. It was like the Gen X version of what these TikTok kids are able to do and swipe and like all that stuff. Right. Right. Like I'm making a I don't even know. No, I I but I think there is like a direct line to it. Like before that, like, you know, my yeah, my parents were like, stop flipping. How right. do you see anything? I'm like, I know if I don't want to watch it. Right, right. Yeah, it's that. And also I think it's that. And this is like, this is no criticism of anyone who is posting those things. You post those things because you're feeling something, you know, and and you want... A hundred percent. Wait, by the way, I'm not having a criticism of anyone no, who's yeah, like... Yeah, of course wanting not. Wanting to... I posted a thing about the abortion clinic today. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, I'm just, but I'm just at a loss myself of like, I can't even really be on social media in this moment. I'm having a right. hard time like right. figuring out because it's yeah. just been, it's yeah. very deeply it's, upsetting to me. And it's by the same token, it's no criticism of anyone that's posting anything joyful because we need right. that. And that's like what 
people keep telling us like, you know, we need to be aware. We need to know what's going on in the world. We can't turn our, Mm -hmm. you know, turn our faces away from what's happening. But then people are also saying, but you need to find joy and you need to find peacefulness where you can. And, you know, but I also like, I guess like I just, the wall that I keep hitting too is like, Oh no, it's very clear. It's been clear from literally for literally very a very 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 long time that like Putin is a fucking lunatic and this is devastating and terrible. Right. What the fuck am I supposed like what can I do about it? Right, right. I mean like we're do- I'm donating, I'm giving money to you know, World Central Kitchen and um you know, save the children and right. like all of those. But then to, but right. I'm not. Right. Well, not in the UN guys. Right. Turns right, out. Right. And that's the thing is that it's And like, none of us are. It's, it gets well. to be, it gets to be <sighs> where you do feel helpless for these people. And like, I do want to witness, I do want to witness what people are going through, but I do think it's a little bit, it's, it, you know who I'm gonna I'm about to bring up, but Prince would mention this all the time about certain things that you're not meant to see or that you're not meant to see at a certain time. And mm. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm not meant to see these things, mm. but I will say that I think there is something to going from Oscar gown to tragic photo without preparing yourself in any way in between is doing something to us. Like Mm. it's, it's doing something to us just like, you know, you don't mix other things, you know, like it's just, I think. Quaaludes and rum. Yeah, exactly. You don't. I don't know. And I don't know. um, I don't know about, I don't even know what quaaludes are. (laughs) Nobody does. It's like the most mentioned (laughs) drug. And I I don't. Because it's a great name yeah it's a great name and like but i i don't think anyone my age or below is clear on what quaaludes do that's a thing we could look i up, think they're but, downers yeah probably it seems let's just say like, what we think they it are it seems like they would be i think they're i think they're downers yeah i think they like make you real sleepy yeah so anyway i just think that it is like it's like it's fun to go fast in a car but when you slam on the brakes that hurts you know what I mean? Like that, that mm. does something to you. And I think that that's mm. what we're like, I think it just does something to you. And I'm not sure what it is. And I think that- I don't that, think we even really know yet. Right. If I'm we, being real. We probably don't really know yet. And my worry is that it makes people numb to everything, like unable to see the beauty Same. in anything and unable well. to care about the tragedy in anything. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah, but I do think that you're right. I think we don't know what it does yet, but I can feel that it does something to me because, you know, because like I can feel it when I'm flipping through Instagram, which I normally do as like a reward or to like decompress or whatever. And then you happen on something that like Mm. stops you dead in your tracks. And it should, it should, it should evoke a really visceral response in you but then you have like this visceral response and what do you do with it and it is kind of like yes we are doing 
the things that people are asking us to do, like amplifying messages and donating money where we can and, you know, but not seeing anything change or not seeing this end is like, it's very frustrating. And on top of that, like the knowledge layered on top of that, that this is like an atrocity, a type of atrocity that's been going on in so many other countries that has not captured our attention in the way that mm. what's happening in Ukraine has. And it's it's very, I don't, it's hard not to, it's hard not to just feel like your parts are gonna fly apart into the universe, you know? I think Gina's depressed too, just FYI. Oh no. Mm-hmm. What, why mm-hmm. do you think that? Eh, just your mood. I don't know. I just can tell. Did mm-hmm. I ever tell you the story about someone that I knew that felt that her cat was depressed and she brought her to a cat psychic and it was like, have you been dressing this cat up in costumes? And she no. was like, yeah. No. <laughs> and she was like, he hates it. Don't do Stop. it. Don't do it. Oh my God, wait, by the way, where's that psychic, that pet psychic? That's like an amazing pet psychic. Although, or if we looked it up, is that like the number one thing that people do? That like bugs animals or Here's something? what I'm going to say. Like the, the worst thing you can do for your animal. The Venn diagram of people that would bring their pet to a psychic and people who would dress their pet <laughs> right, in exactly. costumes. That's right. We need the Venn diagram. A, probably a complete circle. Rasa, Rasa, we love Rasa. I love love routines. We love to stay routine with Rasa. (laughs) I love that. That's very really like it. Yeah, I I love it. I devoted a section of my kitchen, like I reorganized my kitchen, and I devoted a whole section to like a Rasa station. I like just the whole. I like all of it. I like that it's like sort of like loose leaf situation you pour it in you add the water and it's like you get to do a little french press vibe with it a little ritual for those who don't know we've talked about it a million times on the podcast but rasa is an adaptogenic herbal coffee alternative that energizes from herbs and mushrooms instead of caffeine well you know i love that yes i love mushrooms of all kinds yes I really do. I'm a person that loves a fun guy. (laughs) And not just a fun guy. Not a fun guy. A fun guy. (laughs) Um, Agreed. But I, you know, I like Rasa in the afternoon, especially, oh my gosh, when we were doing, I can't drink coffee in the afternoon because I am the person that will like be up until four in the morning and I'll be like, I don't understand why I can't sleep. And then I remember the 3 p.m. latte. (laughs) So Same. that ship sailed. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore to myself. Um, but the Rasa blend, I like the like, well, I do the cacao blend. Oh, right. Like a little healthy hot chocolate in the afternoon. Yeah. And I was doing that during the move. And I was getting the boost of energy and then didn't have like a crash and didn't have trouble going to sleep. Right. That was how it was working into my routine. Guys, right now you can get 20% off your first purchase. Go now to wearerasa.com slash best and use our special promo code best 
20. Order now at wearerasa.com slash best and enter promo code best20 to get 20% off. We have an exciting partner today in Roderm. <laughs> I like that one. That was like to the point. I mean, listen, it's a custom RX treatment. It's why it was created. It's it's personalized prescription skincare. It's designed with dermatologists to help you reach your goals, like getting clearer, smoother, healthier skin, whatever your goals may be. That's my goal for this year is just to focus on getting my skin to a place where it just in its natural state, it glowy. looks glowy and mm-hmm. good. You know, all you do, all you do is what is it? We love it. Complete a 10, a 10 minute. minute online visit. You share your concerns, acne, maybe fine lines, certainly wrinkles, uh huh, dark spots, yes. Plus, insight into your lifestyle, general health, medical history. The visit's free. And I love that. You can do it without leaving your home. Because let's be honest, not a lot of us are leaving home again. Mm -mm. If it is needed and appropriate, a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will prescribe a custom RX treatment that makes sense for your skin. That makes sense for your skin. Made with a blend of dermatologist-selected ingredients tailored to your needs. I, I love, love Roderm. Yeah, I just, I I like having a skincare routine that I know is effective, you know. And gonna, yeah, I was going to say, and going to work. Yeah, it's, I mean. Like, it's so hard to like go and just pick out different things and like, fingers crossed, hope for the best. Yeah, You know what I, I mean? Like. like Yeah. I like having an expert tell me, no, this is like, you can bank on this. So right now, new members will receive a 30-day trial of custom RX treatment plus Roderm's hydrating cleanser and protecting SPF lotion for just $5 when you go to roderm.com forward slash best. Shipping is free and you'll get free and unlimited follow-ups with your healthcare provider to support you throughout your skincare journey. If you're prescribed, you get your first month of custom RX treatment plus Roderm's hydrating cleanser and protecting SPF lotion for just $5. Go to roderm.com forward slash best. Roderm.com slash best. Um, speaking of not anything having to do with this, I did watch most of Bad Vegan for you. Oh, I watched it. No, I know. I'm saying for you. Oh, I thought you you were saying you were watching it so I wouldn't have to, but no, No, I had my birthday party at that restaurant. Okay. Wow. That's... (laughs) That's major. That's major. <laughs> I don't even know why. I like we must have been vegan for that week or something. <sighs> I don't know. I or it was just a very cool restaurant. I maybe don't. you were just like excited to go there. Yeah, maybe. It was like also like or it was like Yeah, cuz it was very hip and it was people an it was like new. Yeah, it was a celebrity hot spot thing. Uh Yeah. What is a contusion? A contusion like, is like uh-huh. um 
I believe it is uh, an injury that doesn't necessarily break your skin. Like a bruise is a contusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens if you, for instance, um, <clears throat> slipped in the shower of your rental place in Los Angeles and like almost killed yourself falling out of the shower, but then at the last minute kind of like stopped yourself and partially stopped yourself with the top of your foot. And that was like almost two weeks ago. And now it's like two hard bumps. Oh my God. On the top you know, of my foot. What does that did mean? Did we ever, that's, you know, probably a contusion, but okay. did we ever but talk it's okay. about I'm not how die, right? I hurt myself at your birthday party in Mexico? You and I did, I think. No? I hurt myself getting into the tub. Because remember at the place yes, that we... Yes, yes, well, you yes. Stayed in a, I remember this. You stayed in a different kind of place, but... um, in the, But I've stayed in those rooms there. Yeah, in the room that I had. You know how like the shower is right just there, like in the bathroom, and then mm-hmm. there's a tub? Mm-hmm. So Matt must have showered ahead of me, and I was like, I'm oh, going to take a nice bath in the tub. Nothing the, scarier. Nothing scarier. But um, the floor was wet, so when I was getting into the tub, which is quite tall... And even mm-hmm. though I am of average height, my legs are mm-hmm. very short. So anything that requires like sure-leggedness is very dangerous yeah. for me. So I was like trying to get into the tub and like my foot didn't reach all the way down into the bottom of the really deep tub. Mm-hmm. And my other foot slipped on the wet floor mm-hmm. and I banged I the inside of my thigh on the whatever. So your birthday party was that night and I was like, this hurts quite a bit, but like I had like party adrenaline, like I powered through it. Mm-hmm. But then I had like a goose egg on the inside of my leg and I was like, this will go down. I put ice on it, powered through your party, then went home from mm-hmm. Mexico, still had a goose egg, still had a goose mm-hmm. egg. Then I went to like I was going to a party like the next week and I was like, it's been a week and this is still so, it's still such a bump. And so I texted Dr. Seema, our friend, Dr. Mm -hmm. Seema. And I was like, Seema, I banged my leg in Mexico. um, And it's still a goose egg like a week later. And she Mm -hmm. was like, Oh my God, send me a picture. (laughs) And so I took a picture of the inside of my thigh Mm -hmm. and she was like, okay, (laughs) sit down. And I was like, okay. And she was like, sometimes you can bang yourself so hard that bone cells grow in the in the bump. Ew, uh, and uh-huh. uh, she was like, that might be what happened. So let's just keep an eye on it. It might go away itself over time. But uh-huh. if not, there's we can do something to Ew, to get rid of it bone for cells? you. That's what she What's told happening? me. And I was like, and then <laughs> this is the perfect ending to that conversation from Dr. Seema. She was like, so try not to worry about it too much. I know that it hurts. I know that it's freaking you out. But um, thank you for sending me that picture. I wish I could touch it. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Well, she's just, you know, she's a super doctor. She loves a contusion. So there you go. But it did go away on its okay. own. I didn't need any special bone cell bump interventions. But I bet that's exactly what happened to you. I probably, yeah, also have that. It's like, I, yeah. Are you at the age where you like really see your life pass before your eyes when you are like on a slippery surface? I don't know. I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't been until I fell out of a shower and almost (laughs) fucking died. (laughs) 
But I'm you sorry know. to laugh. But I really feel like that's how old I am now. <sighs> I mean, no, I'm just saying it was like it was it was shocking. Like I yeah. just wasn't that wasn't on my bingo card. But like to be fair, I mean, just nothing truly literally nothing in my life in the past several years has been on my fucking bingo card. Do you know what I mean? You you didn't even want to play bingo. I fucking hate it so much. I think it's such a waste of time. So like, you know, so, so just to be fair, like as I was falling, I was like, this seems right. You know, like this feels like, Oh my God. Sure. Sure. It's and thank God. Like I am because I've fallen so much because I'm yes. relatively super clumsy. Yes. Which I, to be fair to you, and I hope yeah. you don't mind me saying, but I think that's yeah. part of your diagnosis and your profile. It is. It's probably it is. to be like physically. <clears throat> it is. Birdie has it too. And uncoordinated. Yes. But you and I have talked about it too. Yes. Cause like when Birdie was little, it was like, Birdie would like be standing somewhere and then would just be on the ground. Yes. And I'd be like, how? Yeah. How? My son of was course, like that too. And I always thought I it was know, a bit. A bit or fake. Yeah. And of course, not recognizing myself in that. Right. Like an idiot. Right. But like thinking that I had a little kid that was like throwing themselves to the ground <laughs> to like get attention. Right. But in fact, like Birdie has the exact, Birdie is their mother. Whether Aww. they like it or not. Ooh, it's I a know. lot. But they are. They it's are. Birdie yeah. is like so fucking me. You had always just kind of accepted like, well, I just fall down a lot, but it wasn't like a big deal. I yeah. feel like you just lived your life. Yeah. I mean, people weren't really paying attention to me either. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, so I was like falling a lot, but I don't think people were necessarily watching. Yeah. Like Lizzie you know? McGuire. Didn't she fall down a lot? Probably. She was always yeah. like, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, most people say I'm I'm like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that comparison the most in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. So anyway, like, it wasn't great yeah. falling out of the shower. No, because A, you're naked. Who wants to fall down on sharp shit when you're naked? No one. No one. I was... I narrowly avoided the, I've narrowed my head narrowly avoided both like the corner of the little like wall where the, like the, for the little toilet oh my God. area. Okay. Narrow in between. There was like a very small area in between that corner and the fucking sink. Oh. And I somehow managed to not do it. Like to not get, killed thank god and well not good <laughs> and uh but what was so crazy i mean i really did like sort of mess my foot up yeah but what was so crazy was that like when i hit the ground yeah in those split seconds like well as i was falling i was like well yeah i guess this like all tracks right you know like i was like yep here we go this is it it's the big one i guess i i guess so and i was like ugh, so annoying you know <laughs> But then when I was like, I hit the ground and I was like, basically fine. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm okay. <laughs> like just started screaming that I was okay. You're like George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. 
kind of. I like kind of what I wasn't running like through that. Your Truly naked and wet. Not unlike that. Um, oh my god, that is so scary. Though here's things that I think we need to talk about. Maybe some shower helmets to keep me. Us- all of us like I mean I'm fine listen here's what I'm gonna say I that was a I don't know what the fuck happened there that was like that had that was bad shower planning because it had the kind of thing now I just you know helped design a shower so I can tell you yeah I made it so that the door opens a crack. You can put your hand in, turn the shower on, and yeah. it'll close. Yeah. The water doesn't get everywhere. And the and the it's like the water comes out like to the back wall, not toward the shower door. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The shower in the place where I was renting in Los Angeles, they had put the plumbing basically directly across from the door. Right. So, so you have to open the door, step in, turn on the water, in the face. get sprayed all over your body with freezing cold water. Yeah. That was why I almost kicked it. But, I'm, but, I'm so glad. I'm just saying, I don't know if we need helmets. We just need to be thoughtful in the way that we design our showers. You might not need a helmet, but I just feel like. I don't know. Talk to me in five years and we'll see how you're feeling. I feel like a helmet that I wear, take off to wash my hair and then put it right back on as soon as I'm done washing my hair. That could save my life. I also feel like I want to go back to like those sticky flowers that used to be on your bathtub floor. Like, did you ever have those? Did you ever? No, you didn't. Oh, but your yeah, mom. No, but, but wait. Um, no, but we didn't. But I did have something kind of like... I had something in Birdie's shower because obviously, uh, what did I, what was that? They were cute. I don't know. There's companies. They make them. Yeah, they make them. They make them. And they're not flowers, but they are cute. I like the vintage flower, textured flower decals, but I'll take anything. I just want to stay upright in my shower. You could probably just, you could probably just make them. Probably. Probably. I bet you there's a way to make them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, but I, I have like, you know, the trick I learned in television and film is that um, it, whenever you get a new pair of shoes, yeah. unless they're like tennis shoes, yeah, you just take a knife and you like scratch a crosshatch into the bottom. Yeah. There you go. So that they're not super slippery. slippery. Yeah. Yeah. We used to, when I was in, not drum and bugle corps, but winter color guard, we used to wear ballet slippers on gym floors and they were really slippery. And uh, so I used to just soak mine in the sink and wear them wet because they were like a little... <laughs> That's st- actually hilarious. A little but you know, you can, but you know, you can, um, you can like, it's called scoring. You can score yeah. any, you can score the bottom anything. of any shoe. You can score... Anything that you need to have a little grippy texture. That's the secret to glue on nails too. If you do I'm press on just, nails. I'm going to trust that I don't need to go to the doctor about this foot, my foot bumps. 
I think you've had enough bruises maybe at your at this time mm-hmm. in your life where you can mm-hmm. see if it's progressing in the normal stages. But I will mm-hmm. say, and this mm-hmm. is, again, based on no medical knowledge whatsoever. Seema, mm-hmm. if you're listening, tell us if we're wrong. If it feels hot or you feel sick at all, <laughs> then... It's been weeks. I know, but I'm just telling you, like, if, you know... I mean, I don't even understand. Like, oh, well, no, it doesn't feel hot, but like... I mean, I just feel terrible constantly right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's it's hard to tell like, if it's like your know. foot injury or just it's not. I just life. am like yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not doing great. I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm mm. sorry for that. It's okay. I mean, I try to like I tried to do some meditation stuff last night. I'm trying to you know I do I do have I do have perspective I do and I have like and I'm grateful for so much and like that is a thing that helps you know um but it also goes to show that like you know even everything in your life can look amazing to someone on the outside and sometimes just the way that your brain is working it doesn't matter yeah it's, it's just, ugh, it's all been a lot, huh? Like, yeah. Yeah. Just everywhere for everyone. And yeah. Bleh. Bleh. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's something fun. Yeah. Tell me something fun. I canceled my knee surgery this morning. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You decided that you're going to. I'm going to hold a beat. Okay. I've been working out more. Yeah. And moving forward with ease. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Louise Hay is a problematic. Problematic lady. I don't know, guys, feel free to give me a new thing. Like I move forward. No, I don't know. Whatever. It worked. That worked for me. So let's just, I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, Wait, I can give you a new one. Okay. Say to yourself, bang, bang, choo-choo train, come on busy, do your thing. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No. Not even. No. Not ever. Never. Never. <laughs> Okay, well, stick with your problematic. It was an idea, I guess. It was an idea. It was a pitch. <laughs> so you're not going to do the surgery right now? I'm on hold off. I'm holding off. I'm holding off. That makes sense. I mean, I think that you got all the information possible. I got to lots get. of info. Yeah. And I think that I think that part of holding off on the surgery for the time being is that I did realize that no matter what, I don't really want to be in New York recovering from this, right. from a surgery. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't. Before you recover, you have to get like Oculus virtual reality goggles so that you can be wherever you want to be. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right. I, I mean, 
it depends. I guess if I, if I end up just, I don't fucking, you guys, I don't know. I'm sick of talking about myself. Everything is <laughs> what it is. I, uh, there is no perfect answer for you. Um, there is no perfect answer mm-mm, for mm-mm, you. There isn't. <laughs> um, Whenever anyone says for you now, I think of that Anna Dalvey. Did you watch that one? Did you watch? I did it. Anyway, she says, I have no time for this. I have no time for you. And that's what I think of whenever anyone says for you now. There is no perfect answer for you. Did people, I mean, who knows? There's too much fucking TV and stuff. (laughs) There's so much. There's so Mm. much. I have a list of everything I need to watch and I'll never get to it, but I'm happy to have something to go to instead of flipping as your parents did not enjoy flipping because if I don't go into it with a plan I will just flip around and then I'll just watch a dateline I saw six times and Mm. nothing wrong with that it's just that there's things that I want to watch so I have to you know I have to plan everything how's that going how's everything going (laughs) over there good I've been trying to um I've been trying to like get out and walk around my neighborhood a little bit every day, mm-hmm. which I know I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a new medicine um, that I guess kind of like makes me constipated. Sorry. Spoiler. No. Warning. I don't know if this kind of stuff grosses you out. Spoiler alert. Um, but I was like, <laughs> so I want to... <laughs> I was like eating everything I'm supposed to eat and like trying to get like extra fiber and stuff and like the salad bar is popping in the fridge. So, you know, so, but it's, I'm just chalking it up to this medication is making me like a little constipated. And um, so I've been trying to, I was like, oh, I'll like go out for a walk because, you know, we talked about like how Target always makes you have to go. And -hmm. I was like, it can't be Target. It can't, it has to be like the walking around, like in the middle of the day when you ordinarily would be seated at a desk. Yeah. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. So anyway, so I've just been trying to do that. And how's that been going? I mean, I literally almost pooped my entire neighborhood <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I was like, so it turns it. out you did just need to walk. Yeah. I mean, like, like, it, I think it was something about like the middle of the dayness again. Like if I walk in the morning, that's normal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. Walk at night, normal. It doesn't do anything. But like mm-hmm. the other day, I don't know. Eli was like, I'm going to go out and clean out your car, which was so nice of him. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to go out and go for a walk because I don't have anything going on. And I need to get like my guts moving. I didn't tell him that. I just was thinking that. And then I was walking And like, so I live on that cul-de-sac, which you know, and then there's like another little cul-de-sac and then like a further cul-de-sac. And I was like, that's Mm -hmm. like a nice walk. Like if you, those three connecting little blocks, like little Uh cul-de-sacs or whatever. But like once you get to the third one, it's pretty far from home, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, as I was like rounding the corner of the third cul-de-sac the other day, I get this thing that I called like um, pencil stomach where it feels like you have little golf pencils in your stomach. You know that pokey feeling? <laughs> You've never felt I, that feeling? Oh no, please. I have I have lot but I have, have like IBS. other issues. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. IBS. So like I don't know. I was just like that was an intro I was trying to decide. I was just trying to think on if my IBS feels like that or yeah. not. But that's not what mine feels like. 
But I, I understand what you're saying. Mine feels like, like I always think of it like pencil stomach. It feels like that, like the stomach sensation of when you're sick, like when you have a stomach virus, I was feeling Mm -hmm. like that, except for I didn't have any virus. It was just like things were moving that hadn't moved. And then, yeah. And then I just like, you know, you're stuck to three, book at home. three called to sacks from home and you're in that position where you can't really, can't really run because that's gonna, you know, mm. Mm. so you just have to walk as quickly and carefully as you can and mm-hmm. um, start thinking of like the story that you're going to tell your family when you get home, if the, if the worst thing happens and, you know, so that's. That's just where I am. That's the biggest thing that happened in my week this week is that I almost pooped my neighborhood, but I didn't. That's the that's the happy ending to that story. That's a great happy ending. I made it. I made it and it was it's fine. But um yeah, so Can anyway. I tell you something weird? What? MySpace is trending. Why? That is weird. Oh, is it because Elon Musk um Invested in Twitter. Yeah, significant like, changes. I'm going to make a lot of changes around here. Yeah. Um, but I'm confused. What is that? What does MySpace have to do with that? Just that he's lame. Are people and saying so that they'll like, go back to MySpace or whatever? Um. Remember when Rupert Murdoch bought MySpace Ooh, yeah. and everybody quit in droves? I didn't know that. I don't remember the MySpace stuff. What either. the what the downfall of MySpace uh, was? Yeah, yeah. I think it's mostly people saying. I think it's time for you and I to start our network. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. We have a healthy a healthy Facebook group, which obviously depends on Facebook. Um, no, but let's get rid of it. Let's just just we got to start. <laughs> like I'm saying, we got to start. How, how 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 do we start our own platform? What do we just do? How do we do our own social networking platform, Casey? Um, well, you know, we have a name and we have a site, right? So what do we need next? Someone, (laughs) anyone, you want to help us today? Who who knows? Help us out. Who knows what to do? I think what we're learning is that it's not, it's easier said than done, right? Because Donald Trump's, um, truth social is a, a big bomb. It's not great. Yeah, but we're not, I mean, that's rude. First of all, (laughs) of you, I mean, we're not different goals. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, I would say that our connecting people on their group chats worked out real well. That worked out very well, I will say. So and it's ongoing. Casey, yeah. So Casey, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Guys, what would you pay for that? A dollar? <laughs> Actually, wait, I'm sorry. What am I even talking about? If we sell ads for things that we just really like. Yeah. It's free. Why not, guys? It's free. That's free. And then if you, but like, what does it cost? What does it cost? What does it cost? It's a really good question. These are, I feel like we must know someone who knows, but I don't know. I don't know either. You know someone who knows. You must. That could, it could be like, it's a different version of the thing that we were initially sort of trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the great Anil Dash would know. Anil, are you listening? I love that guy. He's like a tech genius, but he has 
a heart of gold. All right, listen. Guys, this is all I want to say. <laughs> I got into tennis before tennis was cool. <laughs> Did you? Moot made, Moot made that quill. Moot made that. Yes, dude. I've never Everybody heard of tennis. Has, fuck you. <laughs> By the way, I was posting about fucking tennis, and then all of a sudden, every fucking motherfucker up in everywhere has like their cute tennis. <laughs> Couldn't buy a cute tennis bag, Casey. It's true. Didn't exist. It's true. Didn't fucking exist. <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone I know, I think I'm going to start playing tennis. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Where'd you get that idea? Have you ever played before? No. Me neither. Till I was 40. <laughs> Inst- we know how the Instagram stories went. Yeah, it's true. Sure. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tennis. Got that. Moot's blanket. Yes. Moot made that fucking blanket in 1980. I think my mom actually made that blanket. Really? Moots, it was, I, I don't know, Barb. Barb, check in on Facebook. Barb will tell you the whole story. She posted I, I the think, pattern for it on Facebook. See, I think that it was like my moot. I don't know. We have my mom and moot both could make granny squares like yeah. that, like or, or whatever they're called, cathedral window. They're not exactly. Whatever, yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, but like, I think I'm unclear if the one that was the inspiration was was moots for me or my mom made for maybe one of my kids but in any case moot made one for me right my mom also probably my mom made birdie like the daisy blanket which is really cute oh that's really nice maybe that's our next thing maybe maybe, I'm, maybe i'm calling maybe i'm calling daisies motherfuckers <laughs> but listen here's all i'm saying get on board invest as we said the have, other day, you don't have to. You don't have to invest. You're a real. Here's what's going to happen. Popcorn. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. We're gonna, we're gonna release this podcast <laughs> per per the sketch, and 21 minutes later, <laughs> a new social networking site will be announced. It's a collaboration of Aubrey Plaza, Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> uh, the Williams sisters. And Natalie Portman. And probably funded by Whitney Cummings. Because she's by Whitney Cummings. Business lady. And listen. But then, like, if you trace it back, it's really like Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that will be announced, and everyone we know will already have known about it and be <laughs> members, inaugural members of it. Somehow, you and I did not get the invite, did not get the the email nonetheless it's a great idea it's a great idea what if we didn't have like what we'd have i guess you have to have what if could cricket code this you know what i mean sure probably let's be real we don't know her capabilities at this point no i mean the the shit she can build on roblox come on I'm sure she probably can. I tried to make an app one time. I think I've talked about it on this podcast. The Do I Look Good in This Color app. I was not able to complete it and get it up on the on the app that store. Seems, that seems hard. You know what I've been using on Cricket's little curly hair, especially since we cut it short and it's extra curly now? What's that? 
Twist hair care. Uh, it's so good. I am not a curly haired individual, but what you may not know about me, fun fact about me, is that my hair is very wavy, almost mm. curly. And sometimes I like to wear it like that, but especially because of yeah. what I choose to do to my hair, aka mm. bleaching it, it ruins the wave pattern. And so mm. the moisture in mm-hmm. twist has really brought my waves back to life. Well, and I'm it's got so a three-level moisture approach. Yes. Creates multi-purpose curl formulas for shape-shifting curls. I've been using this on Cricks. She's, first of all, adorable. Secondly, <laughs> likes that it like is clearly just for her. Yeah. Because it's like for curly, curlies and wavies. Yeah. Wavy, curly, coily, whatever they, whatever you got, they've got, they're they're on board with it. Yeah. Um, it's super hydrating. Aloe leaf juice, coconut milk, quinoa. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know quinoa was a thing you put in your hair, but I love it. <laughs> yes. uh, there's it's free of the thing like you know crickets the my one that's allergic to sulfates. Right. And it's free of sulfates, free of silicones. I'm allergic to silicone. I don't know if she is yet, but we'll find out. Phthalates, parabens petroleum, mineral oil, all that stuff that you don't necessarily want. <laughs> we don't want it. We don't is want it. there and it's also highly individualized. Twist offers a variety of amazing scents designed to be layered to create a personalized fragrance and they have a quiz on their site. You know we love a of quiz. We love a quiz. You we can love just a quiz. Get on there and figure out Give me a out. quiz. <laughs> I want a quiz. You, you Let me can, take a quiz. <laughs> you can figure out which highly individualized products are perfect for your hair. Guys, if you want to try Twist, head to twisthair.com and use code BEST and you're going to save 15% site-wide. That's promo code BEST at twisthair.com. 15% off site-wide. I don't know, guys. I'm trying. Listen, (laughs) if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. I was there. I was there. I was there once. Yes. It was a disaster. You always feel guilty. You feel shame. I don't want you to feel shame. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can just get ahead and get over it and move on. Like if you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. It happens to the very best of us. Honestly, Casey, I did this before it was cool. You know what I mean? (laughs) I had credit. I had credit. I had too much credit debt way before everybody else was. Everybody else was doing it. But listen, it's actually, that's actually not true. This is just a thing that happens that so many Americans uh, go through. And especially in the last couple of years, guys, I mean, you're just trying we to make all it work. Experience, yeah, a lot of financial hardship. Upstart can really help you regain your footing and get things back on track. It's a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, and it's done all online. Whether you're paying off credit cards or consolidating high-interest debt or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. And it is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, 
Upstart considers your income and your current employment and finds you a smarter rate for your loan. There's a five-minute online rate check, and you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash best. That's upstart.com slash best. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you and we get credit for it. <laughs> we love you so much. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. I tried to say that fast, like a professional, like on a commercial. <laughs> Go to upstart.com. Guys, upstart.com slash best. <laughs> I did that thing today where I bit my tooth. Ugh. You bit your tooth? Yeah, you know. You've like where you like bite your tooth and it kind of like makes a noise. Oh no, I'm much I'm a tongue biter, but not a, I don't know if I've ever, ever bitten my tooth. I'm well, sorry I have to a, hear that. I have a large mouth, lots of teeth and I'm very <laughs> aggressive. So, and I've made an- bit my I've bit my tooth a lot. Does it hurt? My teeth. Does it, uh, it hurt hurts, now? Yeah. It, like oh, scrape. No. no, I just like scrape. It's like my um I always have to get more um, tooth put on my vampire teeth because my because it's like they like build it out for me. Oh, because I like grind gel my nails. Teeth. <laughs> it's just, like gel nails, yeah. But it's but it's permanent. Some. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I don't yeah. have to get it replaced. Well, because your teeth put, don't grow out. <sighs> no, or like or like fall off. The yeah semi. I just chew it off eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and then they are like I bite it off like I did today, and then I'll have to go get. Uh, uh, yeah. See how it's flat? Yeah. They don't have like a point, a pointer. I don't have a vampire tooth. What are those called? Oh. Canine teeth. Your canines. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you got your, still learning new things about each other. I didn't know that you got your <laughs> teeth augmented. <laughs> it's very, it's truly not like anything. It's not like. It's not like I had my teeth ripped out and then had like those little spikes put in. And then have you ever <laughs> yeah, seen when people do yes, that? Like when that they get like on extreme implants. Yeah. Yeah. Like extreme makeover home, home edition. No, yeah. extreme makeover face edition. Yeah. And they would do those like implants, right? Yeah. And like lots of actors have done those. I yeah. can think of a few off the top of my head. Yes. My husband, um, he yeah, almost yeah. got that for his front teeth because he knocked out his front teeth when he was a little boy, um, which has to be very traumatizing. Uh, uh, he like went over the handlebars of his bike and knocked his front teeth out and they put them back in and like bonded them. Do you remember bonding? Yeah, of course. That's also like gel nails, I feel like in a way. Yeah. But they yeah. like just jammed his front teeth back in because like the whole roots had been like ripped out and everything. They just jammed him back in his mouth. And then like bonded them together and like hoped that that would work or whatever, but it didn't work. It didn't really. So like he um, had to get new front teeth and he got them done, like cutting it dangerously close to our wedding. And I was like very worried that he was going to have no front teeth for our wedding, but he did. He did. It'd be kind of insane. (laughs) Flash. 
memorable be memorable memorable but he wasn't able to get the implants just because of like the injury that had been there Mm -hmm. so i don't even know what's going on in there all i know is they look beautiful very handsome great front teeth and uh i'm very thankful to the doctor that was able to install them before our wedding uh my brother-in-law has like half of his mouth is fake teeth because of a car accident when he was young oh man yeah guys is this this interesting (laughs) (laughs) you guys you guys into this come on casey we gotta do better this sucks this is like terrible (laughs) podcasting what the fuck are we doing well, we, we gotta get. Oh, we gotta. We gotta start over. We didn't watch the award shows. <sighs> um, we didn't. I mean, yeah. I told you. Like the biggest thing that happened to me this week is I almost pooped my pants. Can I just say real fast what? I mean, the amount of times I have almost shit my pants. Yeah, I mean, and and the like few times I actually did. <laughs> if you're a person with IV, if you're like a human with IBS, yes. first of all, it's like it's normal. No, I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah. And you're like in constant pain and constant. Like, If you are ever in Los Angeles and like you have a bathroom emergency, you text me your cross street and I will text you where you can shit. Yes. Because that literally was my life for so long. Yeah. And I do also, guys... I had IBS before anyone was talking about it. I started how I started how cool IBS is. You had IBS I, before it was cool. I did. I did. I did. That's all I'm saying is I'm using all of these as examples as to why we should start our social networking site and why I believe we would be more successful than one Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm going to make business cards for you that say um, IBS influencer. I think you should make a. I think I think you should make them that say uh, was into tennis before tennis was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Got into tennis before tennis was cool. Oh my gosh! Tennis was like literally not on any fucking fancy radar. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to learn how to play tennis, and lo and behold, every bitch in this fucking country. <laughs> You guys, you know, I'm just, I'm a little bit like Chris Everett Lloyd's going to be like, I mean, (laughs) here's what I'll say is that you humanized tennis. That humanize everything I do for the masses. People were like, tennis is not a thing that That athletes do. (laughs) It's a thing that just anyone can do. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, obviously there were the Williams sisters, but they're literal superheroes, you know, like that, like there, no, I was, I have never once watched like Serena play and thought I can do that. Right. Right. But what I did think was like, I bet I would look cute in tennis clothes. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Slash, slash, I think it would feel really good to like hit things. Yes. And like get a smoothie after. That's it. That's, that was my train of thought. That's what you've popularized. Well, and then people were like, oh my God, wait, I don't have to be Serena. Exactly. I don't have to be Chris Everett. I can just look cute. 
hit a ball a couple times yeah. and then go get a margarita. Oh my God. In. You don't have to be Yvonne Gulagong. Do you know who that is? No, but I love that name. I, Yvonne Gulagong, I don't know what where she was a tennis star, but when I was a little kid, she had a clothing line at Sears. And I just remember that I really wanted some Yvonne Gulagong um, clothes from Sears. And I had like a little, <laughs> I was like, I was really waiting for it. I was like, she was Australian. Some, she was Australian and she had, um, she had some togs f- that were available at Sears. And then one year I got like, you know, like I was mostly hand-me-down clothes kid, right? Cause we didn't yeah, have yeah. a ton of money. But so one year I got, I don't know what the bottoms were, but I got an Yvonne Gulagong like yellow stripe uh, tennis shirt, like polo shirt. And um, I wore it all summer, probably every day, way too many times. And then I put it away in my drawer for the cool months, for the cooler mm-hmm, months. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then when I went to go get it again, like the next spring, it had been eaten and pooped on by mice. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was so sad. That sucks. It was so sad. And it was just like really, um, it was a real bummer. And, but also then I knew that mice were able to get into my drawer and Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I I knew, I knew they had to be around somewhere. That's what happens when you grow up on a, on a farm, in a farm area. In a farm area. Cows in, cows in the swimming pool. Mice in the drawers, rats sure. in the basement, all good bats stuff. Bats in the belfry. Bats, probably so many bats in the belfry. Wasps. One time wasps built a nest in my dad's pants when they were hanging mm-hmm. on the clothesline. And okay. that Aren't was a whole... <laughs> Wait, what were we saying? Okay. Oh, anyway, don't you don't have to be Serena or Yvonne Gulagong. You don't have to have no. a top from Sears. No. And even though I'm like not playing tennis anymore, because yeah. I'm currently focusing on the new thing, the social media app that I'm developing. <laughs> <laughs> site, the social networking site that I'm developing that's going to replace <laughs> Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Casey's a part of it too, but I'm really the vision. Yeah, sure. She's, she's more there to be like, I don't know if, the, <laughs> if that's going to work. Listen, but I think any of these things could work. Could work. Of course you do. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. For a minute. We had a talk show. (laughs) We did it. All right. Listen, listen, listen to me. Yes. I forgot what I was going to say. I really believe in this idea. I really do. That there could be a better social media future. (sighs) I think we could do it. I the, think you and I. Yeah, I think so. Well, here's what I will say about you and I is that mm. I think you and I, and I, this is going to sound like I'm insulting us and I'm insulting everyone Great. who cares I'm about into, us. I'm, I'm already excited. I'm already, already excited. excited. <laughs> I'm already excited about this one. But I think that one thing that's positive about you and I is that mm-hmm. we have embraced our like, failures. <laughs> we've embraced 
like starting small, you know, and just being there with the people that want to be there with you and like, you know, and like sticking with that. And I think that that's, uh, I think that's good. I don't think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people always want to make a killing and make a huge splash and like, you know, if 5 million people had watched our late night show, I guess they would have had to let us stay on television. But that's not where we were, you know, that's not, by the way, that's not where any late night show is really, you know, um, especially no, ones that are please. on smaller cable networks or whatever. But that being said, we stuck and we made a show for the people that were there, you know, and like, that's how I feel about the podcast too. You know, are we Joe Rogan? No, no, not at all. Not Who even- is that? Not even close. Exactly. Who is that? I don't know him. (laughs) And, um, you know, but we're like making this podcast for the people that are here. And so the people you're the people and and every week, like a handful more of people are like, oh, I just found this podcast. I just, you know. I just discovered this this week. I don't know how people are finding it because we don't really have um, a team that helps people. Uh, a, 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 a team. In, or, uh, you know, or um, a network or uh, a budget, a, a budget or uh, distribution. Right. Um. So everybody that has come here and that has found this podcast has made an effort. Bless your heart. They've put in an effort. And anyone that is finding it now, that's because of like, I don't even know what, like divine intervention. So I think that's where we could have an advantage. Like, you know, like, remember when I sent you that thing that um, my friend had sent to me about like having a thousand fans or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like it was like, you know, I think... Starting small and or like even staying small is like, I don't know. It's where it's at. Like we have so many friends who like they should be a million times more famous than uh, than they are. Right. Well, thank you, Casey. But like, I just, you know, (laughs) it's never been. No, but you and like, you know, we know so many people that like just should be, I don't want to say famous, but like more successful, like you're just rooting Mm -hmm. for them and they have all the talent and all the everything. And for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know. But like, what are you going to do then? What then? What do you do? I don't know. I mean... I get, I, I would hope enjoy it, but you know, yeah, you're not going to like go back and like, or maybe you might, but most people aren't going to like go back and become a psychologist or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're going to just keep at it and live in that space. And like the, I mean, my friend, my friend Ed is now about to be a therapist. Well, he's a really special case. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's remarkable. Um, in know, many ways, but I wish I'm sad. I wish he could make more music. I love yeah. his music. It's really, I mean, well, that's an interesting thing, you know, um, that like a Hollywood break, 
most of the people that you would like recognize in a grocery store here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I know, I know you from that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were on Friends like eight times or whatever. That person's not rich. And they're like hoping to get like um, a nasal spray commercial or whatever, you know? We've definitely talked about this before. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's a thing that you have to keep saying because people like still always think, I don't know, or a lot of times, a lot of times. Um, Yeah. I mean, well, like people think if I know know a lot of people understand this, but a lot of people I think still don't. Like most people that write a book, like unless they're a huge, Mm -hmm. massively best-selling author, like you only get like $10,000 or $20,000, $50,000 to write that book that takes you like one or two or three years to write. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's what your advance is. Um, And same thing with like, you know, people that are on TV pretty regularly, but they're just making like a kind of regular living, you know? Wait, I listened to a podcast. I know, shocking. <gasps> I finished that <laughs> podcast. We were just silent for a second. <laughs> because you guys, because it's like it is actually shocking that I listened to yes. a podcast. Um that maintenance phase. Yes, I love that about, podcast. I mean, by the way, it's great. I want to listen to more of them. Yes. I listened to I it. I really enjoyed it every week. Um, I can't do that, but, uh, (laughs) I listened to the two part Rachel Hollis one. Yes. Girl, wash your face. Did you tell me to listen to it? No. Who was it? I don't know, but you told me like, oh, I'm listening to this podcast about Rachel Hollis. That you told me to, right. I thought that you were the one that told me to listen to it. Oh, maybe. But you were not. No, I I don't don't think you were. I don't think so. But I, then I was like, oh, I love that podcast. But anyway, you guys, that podcast was such an incredible deep dive and like on Rachel Hollis, girl, wash your face. And it was kind of amazing. Yeah. Just like, well, I love a deep dive on anything, right? Because here's what I've been thinking about a lot lately. We always get the McDonald's coffee lawsuit of the story on someone Mm. for better or for worse, you know? And Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you guys remember like a woman, an older woman was burned by like her drive-thru order of McDonald's coffee and she Mm -hmm. sued McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And I never knew, all I knew is that every late night Mm -hmm. host was making a joke about like, oh, she sued for like hot coffee or whatever. I never mm-hmm. knew until my kids studied this case in school and they showed us like about how the narrative, like this woman was like grievously injured by this coffee that like, you know, s- literally scarred her for life. Um, and it's like, you can look up photos of it online and um, yeah, it was, it was brutal. And so lately I've been just thinking about you know, the narrative that gets spun, the public narrative. And again, like I said, for better or for worse, some people really deserve more of a fair shot with telling their story. Some people kind of like the headline is what it is, but not very often. There's usually more to it and more, there's usually more meat to the story. But I just feel like we've been getting the McDonald's 
the McDonald's lawsuit headline about everything. And so like, even though I don't know that, uh, I think I still have the same thoughts about Rachel Hollis that I did based on like what I thought I knew about her. It was interesting to find out so much more about her on that maintenance phase episode. Uh, I was truly fascinated. Yeah. Um, I also was just like, I don't know. Cause there's, yeah, it was really great. If you guys are interested. Yeah. I also watched the Rachel Dolezal, um, documentary on, I think Mm -hmm. it's on Netflix. And that again is like another case. Like, it was just interesting to me to find out all this stuff that I didn't know about Rachel Dolezal. Um, Cause she has, you know, we know what we know. We know what we've been okay, told. I didn't know how to pronounce her last name <laughs> until just now. There we go. I thought it was Dolazar or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing that I learned, but there, I learned a lot about like the entire story and her entire family. It was, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. And I felt like, um, you know, that is, uh, that's a story that like, again, was like the source of a lot of late night jokes and everything like that. But, um, there's a lot more to the story not uh, a defense of what she did at all. Um, just that there's a lot of, you know, as far as documentaries go, it was pretty interesting to listen to. That is interesting. Yeah. Have you been mm. watching documentaries? Can you at least watch documentaries these days? Uh, well, it feels like they're all... Um, it feels like they're all about scammers. Yes, so many scam documentaries, Bad Vegan, which I felt like almost was, I was talking to our friend Janie, I felt like it was almost, it was a scam, but it also had like cult tactics involved. Did you feel like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't understand, I don't know, I mean, that that woman had magical thinking to begin with. Yes. She was definitely, I mean, but a little bit, don't we all? But she was like, I mean, and by we all, I mean me. Don't I? I, You wouldn't give someone money that told you that they could make your dog immortal. Would you? Maybe. You Um, might. You might. I don't know. I'm really obsessed with Gina. So just breaking news real quick. Oklahoma lawmakers approved the near total ban on abortion. Yeah. Uh, Senate Bill 612 approved would yeah. make performing an abortion, quote, except to save the life of a pregnant woman in a medical emergency, a felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Right. Oklahoma, okay. in case you don't know, is a state that borders Texas. Right. And has seen an increase in influx. Right. In people coming into their state to access abortion care. And so this is what they're doing in response. Right. And, you know, back to what we were saying, like, we, everybody, a lot of people said this was coming. And a lot of people said, no, that'll never happen. Oh, Rose getting overturned, guys. It's happening. That's happening. Yeah. Just FYI. 
It is happening in June. Mm-hmm. And I apologize to anyone who lives anywhere that... Mm. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks because now we're starting over at square one in a lot of places. It sucks a lot for like people who fought for this in the first place to, you know, some of those people are still here, you know, most, most. Yeah. And we just, I mean, literally to, most. Yeah. Yeah. And we just have to be like, Oh yeah, we, they're we, like my like, mom's age. Yeah. Took our eye off the ball and, <sighs> and I, I mean, not to make it seem like, like this is squarely the fault of Republicans who are obsessed with my fucking cunt <laughs> all of ours yes yeah it's mm-hmm. uh i mean you it would be weird i guess i would be obsessed with something too if i like just truly didn't understand it right right and like couldn't make sense of it heads or tails how does it work what does it want what is it doing i don't feel that way towards men's reproductive health because I understand it all so clearly and it's right. just so basic and easy to understand because they're like all the fucking same. Right. It's not easy. No. <laughs> it's it's just it's discouraging. I know it's discouraging and there's um shoot there's a podcast do you remember you probably didn't listen to it because i'm sure i sent it to you at a time when you were busy but um there was a podcast that my husband recommended to you talking about like the beginning of the fascination with anti-abortion yes because we were talking about that article that i'm that i was obsessed with from politico yeah um the the podcast is uh, called Things Fell Apart. It's from January 25th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Things Fell Apart is another one, right? Yeah. I um, mean, they do lots of things. Yes. And the episode is entitled 1000 Dolls. And the episode description is, it's the early 1970s. Frank Schaefer is an American kid living in the Swiss Alps, the son of an influential Christian art historian who daydreams of one day making Hollywood films. But for that, he needs a showreel to prove himself. The ripples of Frank's creative ambitions will help trigger one of America's most violent culture wars, one that rages to this day. Written and presented by John Ronson and produced by Sarah Shabir. Oh, I love John Ronson. Yeah. So um, it's a 32-minute podcast. I see it. I'm yeah. going to download it now. Yeah. Anyway. Just, um, it's really, it's interesting. And uh, it just, you know, well, yes, like that article you were talking about, like a million things we've talked about before. It's it just literally shines. the first episode of yes. this pod. Yeah. It just shines a light on how, you know, how all of this is about nothing, you know? Well, it's about something now. It's about something now. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Zach Duck. Zach Duck. Zach Duck. Zach 
Doc, Zock, Doc, get your Zock, Doc on. Whoa. She really that went was, for it. You went somewhere. You went to the went, 1950s. I was, like, I was really, because that's what it was making me, I was giving like a Zock, Doc, that's what if I did the if I worked for the agency yeah if they had does I, I don't know if ZocDoc has commercials on TV <laughs> I don't know but they I don't know I don't watch I don't watch TV with commercials maybe but if they did and they hired me I would do like a whole thing with like 50s girls singing ZocDoc yeah. it would be yeah. real cute guys a real cute. situation well here's the thing I think the reason that you're moved to sing such a great song about ZocDoc is because of how much we love it I love it, guys. I almost just swore. And I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to swear in ads. <laughs> I really I really do love ZocDoc. It is a thing I use. It is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. I'm going to repeat that last bit as if I'm on Oprah. <laughs> doctors that are available when you need them. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that Isn't that <laughs> seems fucking so something. simple? Seems you guys, how many times have you been like, "Oh, I have like X. I need to see someone." You call and they're like, "Uh, sure, the soonest I could get you in would be in 4 weeks from next Tuesday." It's so infuriating and makes no sense, but there are great doctors out there. Yeah. And with zocdoc.com you can read up on those great doctors. You get verified patient reviews. You see what other real humans had to say about their visit. Yeah. You guys know that I found my incredible New York sinus doctor through ZocDoc. Did all my fancy friends hook me up? No. Well, that's what I was going to say. ZocDoc is the most like having a well-connected friend call in a favor for you, it, but it actually works every time. Wait, but all of my fancy friends tried calling in f favors for me with my sinus thing? No luck. And you know what worked? ZocDoc. ZocDoc. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. We are merely two of them. <laughs> um you guys, it's a very chaotic world of healthcare. ZocDoc can be your trusted guide to help you find quality doctors in a way that is very pain-free. Um, go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best. Download the ZocDoc app for free and then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many, if not most, are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C, D-O-C, dot com slash doing her best zocdoc.com slash doing her best hey guess what what um <laughs> <laughs> i got my illegal face laser from europe what mm-hmm I've really been thinking a lot about face lasers. Talk about whiplash. <laughs> we just committed it. What, you're an illegal face There's laser? There's nothing less left to do. It's not approved in the U.S. by the whatever. What type of laser is it? By the, It's not like the Food and Drug Administration, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Who approves those things for people? I think like FDA. Products. I think FDA. For your face? Like, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know. Well. Could you cook food with it? No. Oh, okay. Hopefully it's going to make me 
look like a vampire young forever. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What kind of um, laser is it? I want to know Guys, in case it. you don't know. I just had to, def- I just had to, I had to change. I had to pivot because I'm so fucking sad about everything in the world. Yeah. Anyway, there's a face laser that my facialist used on me. <laughs> it's an at-home face laser that's approved in the Europe, in the Europe. In the Europe. In the EU, in the EU, in European countries and okay. the UK. You know, and like those bitches had IUDs before we did. Like they're right. fi- like it's fine. Yeah. The laser's fine, guys. Yeah. But it just takes a long time. The process here is like hard, especially because everything's like controlled by, I don't know, Donald Rumsfeld or whatever. And it's like if he could, you know what I mean? It's like only like if like yeah. those motherfuckers can make money on it, like that's yeah. how it's going to make you know, money it's like, on it. And- exactly. Exactly. That's what it's all about. I'm not, I'm not fearful. I, I believe in the laser and the possibilities yeah. of this laser on my face. I'm not even going to say the name though, because here's what I'm going to say. I, uh. I'm not getting paid by them and I paid for it and it was expensive. Uh, if <laughs> sorry, <laughs> really just going, going off, um, off the rails here, but that's what else wow. is now? Um, okay. So anyway, so I've wanted this laser for a long time, been tracking it, looking yeah. like, how could I get it in the U S who can't get it in the U S blah, blah, blah. So then when I was jet lagged in Sweden, I was like, huh? But I could get that laser and ship it to my hotel in Sweden. Oh. And you know what? You can. I could. I did. I did. And I did it in a haze of jet lag, like in the middle of the night. Right. And like almost like a dream. Yeah. And then I kind of was like just... I don't know. I just wasn't really checking. I don't know. I just was like, it's not coming. It's supposed to come today. It's not coming. And then I don't know. Like I was just having trouble tracking it and other things were happening. And the hotel was like, well, when it, when it arrives, we'll make sure that we get it to you. Right. You know? And there had been some like mix up with the shipping company and they had been like, but like literally before I left, Sweden, it, I could have like walked two blocks and it was just like waiting at a place for me to pick it up. But anyway, right. whatever. The point being, in one of Ray's last heroic moves <laughs> before he left, not this earth, just being my sister, yes. he somehow got someone in Sweden to go get it or, and then ship it to me here that's amazing i should he should have mentioned that in his going away email (laughs) well (laughs) he should have probably also not said he was fired on his instagram because he wasn't that was that was just a ploy for sympathy i think well he said he was joking but then i didn't message him but i wanted to message him and be like sir you're looking for a new job and everybody doesn't know that you're joking so don't like your instagram is your resume you silly goose um in a way yeah but also he does 
he does, I have a feeling like, or he does have a tendency to like embellish for Instagram stories sake for comedic yeah. timing. Yeah. That's and so I think, and so I think, yeah. And so I think that the, that was like, just, he was just using it as like a bit, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, but he did <laughs> get that laser to me and that's great. It arrived I- whilst we were out of town and then there was the big move happening. So the first opportunity I had to use the laser was last night. And the deal is I have to use it every day for three months Okay, on my face. All right. But you can also use it like I could try to use it. I don't know. What should I tighten? You know what I mean? Oh, it's for tightening. Oh, my God. I, I don't listen. know what it is. It No, you it don't. just is like for like general goodness. You know I what I mean? I love it. It changes I, your cells. I don't fucking know. Can I ask you something? Because mm-hmm. guys, wait, hold on. Wait, before yeah. you ask me something. Because I do want to just say in case you haven't been paying attention to every fucking detail of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I am a person who loves a facial. I'm not opposed to a laser treatment or a microderm or or a needle, needling, micro needling. Micro needling. RF micro needling. Yes, micro needling. But I have been... And I'm not, no judgment again, but I do not do Botox or filler mm. because I'm pretty sure I would be like the person who got like a bad injection and then it would be like curtains. Right. You know? Well, you also like, you don't need it, first of all. Well, people, I mean, Same people you, start no, get people, literally people start getting fucking Botox at like 26 now. 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't need it. And also you need your face. You need to be able to make expressions for your job and, and you just yes. never know how that's going to, how but that's going to turn out. But, but I do like having really good skin, which yes. I have had always. Me too. Oh, so nice. I, I do feel very ask, blessed by it. Here's what I was going to ask this new social media platform that we're sure. can lasers be a part of it somehow because maybe that's been <laughs> maybe that's it's because I Easy. love skin lasers so much I have often thought like I've if somebody gave me a hundred thousand dollars and told me to invest it in something I think I would open like a laser spa office because I'm obsessed with skin lasers. Did you say a thousand dollars? A hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I thought you for a second. I was like, yeah, I think you need more than a thousand. More than a thousand. <laughs> yeah, those lasers are very expensive. Don't think I. I don't... think you need. I think you need like a million dollars. Those well, lasers are so fucking expensive. They're so expensive, but a lot of them do like duplicative things, and so that's true. You don't mm. need great but, word, but again, like starting off small, I would get like you know some of the workhorses, and then I would just like do appointments, and then I would do my face, and then I'd do your face, and then you know that is one thing. Honestly, that's the one thing that I miss about having like a job with a pretty good salary is I really miss mm. um lasers. Um. Well, if you come visit me, <laughs> you can use mine. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah, I'm always I'm always trying like whatever someone recommends. 
I mean, I've slowed down a little bit, but like the the ones that you can just get like at your favorite like cosmetic retailer or whatever, they just don't pack the punch that. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, those light, the LED light ones? Not, no. Like those I aren't lasers. LED lights are actually really good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really I, good I, for I like, like those. Yes, reducing like redness and things like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I had like, um, like a, one of the first like handheld lasers that was like FDA approved for home use or whatever, or like. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not strong enough. It's just not, it, you just have to walk around constantly lasering your face and to, to have it ever equal. My favorite day of my life is like when, like, cause I like to get IPL photo facials because I have, um, birthmarks on either of my cheeks that people think are, they're pretty big and people think they're bruises all the time. Like if they show up in a photo. And so Mm -hmm. I like to go get my whole face done because it looks good, but especially because of those, um, it kind of diminishes those. Um, so anyway, I went to this spa. It was during the time of busy tonight and I went to this spa and I bought like a pack of like five IPL facials, like go once a month for five months or whatever. And, um, it was like a lady, I think she was Russian and she did the IPL facial one time and I like thought the results were good. And then I went back in a month and she was like, did it hurt last time you got it done? And I was like, Oh "Oh, no, no, not at all. And she was like, well, we're going to hurt you today. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, it really did. Um, it snapped a little. It's not a little. But and it, also, did you have better results though? Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, of it course. looked amazing. And like, but I had like a whole new layer of like youthful plumpness to my skin that wasn't there an hour earlier. I felt remember like. Remember when I, remember when I got high and microplaned my face? Oh, and as, you shaved your face skin off. You were like, it was like when um, the Simpsons treehouse of <laughs> <laughs> horror, you were like turned inside out. By that mist. Oh my god, I don't remember that. But I didn't. Wa- I haven't watched every Simpsons episode. How are we doing here? I'm doing okay on the battery. Gina, how are you doing over there? Okay, she's good. She's, she's doing good. good. She's good. She's fuzzy. She's Aww. fuzzy and cute. Hi, little one. She's Hi, a good girl. One. I know. Don't be depressed, Gina. Don't be depressed. What do you think is depressing her? Do you think she's just getting depressing vibes from you? Not, yeah, it's probably. not your fault. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it is. I'm sure everything's my fault. But, um, (laughs) um, I think it's partially that. I think that, like, she was upstate while we were in California and, like, was, like, running free with other dogs. Yeah. And I think envisioned a life of freedom. It's like when you come home from college and you're like, I think she's home from camp. Yeah. Squares. Yeah. I can't stand it. God. They never want to play with me. She's so mad that I ate her underwear again. <laughs> I, I get it. But like also, Gina, come on. You know better. Um, Does she listen of anyone's underwear in the world that she could eat? She wants to eat yours. I mean, she only eat anyone's. It's really, <laughs> she's not there. She's got no, there is, it's, it's not, she is not picky. She'll she eat some picky. underwear off the street. She was, oh, uh, I mean, that's the best one for her. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I was trying to make you feel better about it, but also I appreciate that you kept it real. Um, Yeah. 
And maybe also the moving has been a little bit disconcerting for her. Like I it's bet. hard for dogs. I bet. I think animals. Yeah. We still haven't gotten our cats back because Where you know I'm theory. At? I'm just they're at their upstate house that they like to stay at <laughs> with people because I get uh, yeah. Because listen, I just get nervous. Well, when you're the, moving and you have the door opening, yes, no way. And there's people in and out of the house. Like with pictures are still being hung. Like stuff's still being done, Does and did- I can't. I just like all my worst worst case scenario is like cats are gone and yeah. like birdie comes home from school and like i can't i just can't busy when we moved into our loft in brooklyn it was a loft it was in a factory so like we went from having like a regular you know just apartment in a high rise to like a big apartment that was bigger than any house i've ever lived in or owned with two floors in Brooklyn, in an in an old factory, I was like in an old abandoned haunted factory, kind of. <laughs> um, but anyway, my point is that we had two cats at the time. The um, upstairs bathroom had a jetted tub that was like okay. tiled in. It had mm-hmm, like a platform mm-hmm. tiled in, and mm-hmm. it went to like that. It was like up against the outside wall of the apartment. Mm-hmm. It had a little. Um, panel to take off so that you could access the components underneath the tub the you know the sure sure and stuff uh whenever we <laughs> took that off uh one of my rentals had a jetted tub as well so i'm familiar <laughs> we owned it actually but <laughs> but um when we took that panel off the cats went right into under the tub and like we, like there was no getting them back. We didn't know. That was it. They were that wrong. was it. And we were just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like our cats are like in the walls of this apartment building, this building. building like yeah. they just escaped mm-hmm. because we didn't yeah. know. Anyway, we called a plumber. A plumber came yeah. and he was like, I don't see your cats under there. I don't know. Hopefully they'll like come back. And so anyway, cut to like we left. Um, We asked our vet. <laughs> And he told us to cut up mouse-sized pieces of chicken and leave it at the opening of the panel and if anything would get them to come back. And that's what they did. We found them like eating raw chicken like halfway out of the... I'm glad you didn't find a giant (laughs) mouse-sized rat eating the raw chicken or... uh, raccoon Bruno or, uh, or a person ugh. like Bruno I mean, from Encanto or <laughs> did you ever see that was it a TikTok where the girl is in the apartment in New York oh and she goes and through the like, medicine cabinet and they into, go through the medicine cabinet into another apartment a full other apartment that is it sounds so much more terrifying than it actually is on the TikTok I mean it yeah. is pretty freaky yeah truly I mean, like freaky if you were like, yeah. if it happened to you. Yeah. But watching it, nothing scary happens. It's oh not a real God. horror movie. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we got our cats back, but it was very good. scary. Okay, so my point well, is. Well, so you get it. Long so you story get long. It. You can't have cats around no. when you're trying Gina to already like- tried to like bust through the fence into the neighbors. Oh my God. <laughs> Just like Gina. You gotta be kidding me! Oh my god! Is there because another dog over there? 
No. Jesus. No, she just like, wants to roam free. Well, that dragon dog that moved in behind us, um, <laughs> that but he barks like if a horse barks, uh, and he barks constantly because his family. Well, obviously he's like larger than the house that the people, mm. you know, live in. So they can't bring him inside. Mm, he should be and in a castle. He's like, yeah, he's like Clifford the big he's red a castle dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. We felt a little better um, because he sounds very scary. And we felt a little better because we heard his owner yelling at him and his name is Fudgy. Did I tell you this? <laughs> no, he was like, but no. Fudgy, no. And we were like, oh, at least that's a little <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's a little Wait, funny. You know what I imagined? Do you know what I was imagining as you were talking about the dog? <laughs> what? I was imagining the dog from never-ending story yes yeah but that's about the size that fudgy must be i don't know <laughs> but then we so we were just, i keep all i can think of is draco malfoy or whatever <laughs> yeah, but that's draco. from harry potter that's from harry potter draco malfoy. The never what's the name of that dog dog's name oh my god what is it it's gonna kill me oh my god don't make can't. me google it god damn it we you have to just let your memory remember it Okay, yeah, I'm gonna just wait. Like it's it's not Draco Malfoy. No. Okay. No, we know it's not know that. It's, it's like Gilfoy. Gil Gilroy. You're gonna Gil, text no. me at like 4 a.m. and be like, it's I'm gonna Lola. No, I'm gonna I'm literally gonna Google it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let yourself remember it. You'll get it. You'll get it. Anyway, but the point about fudgy is that like we were walking around being like, oh fucking fudgy. Like every time he was barking. But now but I was like, that makes me feel better that he has such an adorable name, Fudgy. Like, that's so cute. And so even if he's like the meanest sounding dog that never shuts the fuck up, at least his name is Fudgy. But then I heard the woman that lives in the house yelling at him. And sh I think she said his name is Munchie, which isn't as good as Fudgy. No, definitely not. And seems so. I don't, I'm just going to continue to call him Fudgy, even if his name is Munchie. But... That dog fucking hates this whole neighborhood and hates every other dog in the neighborhood and hates all of us. And uh, he's he's making it tense a little bit. Um. Well, maybe throw some mice-sized chicken <laughs> over the over the fence. Um, Falcor, Falcor, I the luck you dragon. Google it. Falcor, but so close to Dra Draco, Draco Malfoy. Malfoy. Yeah, See? or like Falcor, or we should have remembered it because what wasn't the putting on the hits guy? He was his. He was Falco. Why would that have made us remember it? Because I think I like <laughs> that would have made me be like, oh, it's the same as the guy that sang putting on the Ritz, putting on the not putting on the hits, putting on the Ritz. I don't know. Guys, mm. what is memory? What is things from the past? I don't know. Falcor. I told you my friend, my friend who's, you know, got long COVID is so annoyed at me because I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one can remember anything. I never had COVID. Yeah. Welcome to yeah. the world. We're done. We're done. And then like our the brains are protecting us, guys. Our brains are in a fugue state. Yeah. We're in a fugue state. In That's fugue all there is state. to it. Did you see the fucking horrible? I'm going to, I mean, can't. Now I'm just going to talk about it like. <gasps> <laughs> what? Shit. What? what? Well, 
one thing is this, is that sometimes, is that, is that like one coping mechanism of trauma or whatever is to talk about things like as if they're stories sort of, do you know what I mean? Like not as if it's like, Look at that asshole <laughs> trying to go out on the balcony and Gina's jump off. She's trying to go out on the balcony. <laughs> She's like, you can see her little butt. Wait, wait, I have to take a picture of it <laughs> so that we can so that we can post it so you guys can see. Oh my god, it's really cute. Um, okay, mm. Gina, hold on one second. But you talk about things like they're a story, right? And I was about to just start talking about something that's like deeply that was deeply fucking upsetting to me yesterday. New York, the New Yorker. Yes, guys. It comes to my inbox. <laughs> um, it was actually a Christmas gift. <sighs> anyway, the New Yorker yesterday had a story about the rise of like children attempting and committing suicide. Right. Like pretty intense. Yeah. Um and it's, I started reading it and then I got like, I I got sort of, I mean, whatever. I just got sort of like sick, you know, like I was like, I can't, yeah I actually can't read this. Yeah. Um, but the title of the article is The Mystifying Rise of Child Suicide. And I just was like, so I haven't, so by the way, so I have not read it. Yeah. But to me, I was like. Is mystifying the right word, guys? Right. Because it does not seem mystifying to me. Right. It's the opposite of, yeah. It's, I've, I mean, it's like horrifying. Right. But it seems very clear to me what children are responding to. Right. Right. Or at least like, We'd have areas to begin the search and not doesn't be completely seem, just, baffled. Just doesn't seem mystifying is right. all I'm saying. Right. Right. <sighs> I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. I didn't read it, but I guess if you weren't thinking about it, if you weren't checking for it, you could technically be mystified by it. But it's just something that's all too... That's been on my mind all too much for many, many years. So I'm not, I am not personally mystified by. Same though, same, same. By any of it. Uh, but what, I know. how was the article? Did it offer anything? No, I told you I couldn't read it. I read, you couldn't like, read the first it. like paragraph and then I was like uh, going to throw up and I uh, stopped reading it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of what we're talking about, right? <laughs> like, it's a magazine, and of course it has pieces on different topics of varying seriousness. And like, oh my God, technology, you can have that delivered right to your inbox. That's incredible. <sighs> but I just mm-hmm. feel like we're all so unprotected. Um you know, just our, like our nervous systems are so unprotected and overloaded and some people so much more because they have been 
like even before COVID were like unprotected and overloaded. And it's the kind of thing that it breaks your brains. Yeah. Did you see that sketch on Saturday Night Live? Like, is your brain okay or whatever? Did no, a million people I send didn't. it? To- no, I didn't. But that's so. Uh, did they? Is it? Did I write it? <laughs> or they, it was who, a game show? It, wasn't me. It's, oh, it yeah, uh-huh. seemed like it seemed like we had written it. It uh-huh. seemed like it was based on every conversation we ever had uh, about. Yeah, is your I brain okay? Uh-huh. But wait, um, hold on, hold on. Yeah, wait, let me let Gina. Of course. Pee really fast. Sure. I'm back. You're back. Um, she was smelling the air and like, you know, kind of Casa Kismet is like kind of on a higher, <laughs> higher floor. Yeah. And she's hungry. I think she wants dinner. Come here. It's five o'clock somewhere. Okay. Here. Here. Um, and she was smelling the air and I was looking at her and I was like, I wonder if she's like, Smelling for her friends upstate. And like, <laughs> and like if the scent and like if the scent of like Central Park or something like wafts down and she thinks it's like upstate. You know what uh, I mean? Maybe. Like if she's just like missing her romps. She's I'm sending her tomorrow this guy that I found through Meredith. Um, you know, my showrunner from Yes Girls if I've ever. I do. I knew her before Meredith she was your showrunner. Do oh, right, of course. Uh Mare has this guy that takes her dog like up in Connecticut and they yeah. like run trails oh, for like great. half a day and come back. So Gina was doing that for a while, but like sometimes comes back smelling like just fish. Yeah. And I just felt like when we were all trying to stay in like Casa Kismet. Yeah. That it might be difficult a lot. to a have lot. a fish dog a fish return dog. to yeah. a one bedroom. Yeah. Understandable. So anyway, we had put a pin in it. Yeah. But then when I noticed her depression since returning from her camp upstate. Yeah. Today I was like, call the guy. (laughs) Get her. (laughs) Get her on a hike. In my next life, I want to come back as Gina. Like that's what my mom would say, right? Um, Wait, so I will say this. I have been, so I postponed my knee surgery and I, today is my last day of, I'm going to like do some no drinking and no weed smoking Okay, for like a month, just because I feel like that's been exacerbating my A, depression and B, my lack of enthusiasm for working out slash eating well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to because, know Because, you know, yourself. you have it's a glass of a wine yeah. or two, and then you're like, I could have two more and some pizza. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I think you can. You can You know what I mean? Like, you... It, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not... In, we've talked about this. Like, right. I don't... I mean, maybe, I don't know, whatever. No one, no, th- of all the fucking therapy I've done, no one has right. ever been like, you're, you need to be in a program. Right. And right. sober. Right. Like, I've never gotten that. Right. And I also will be able to stop doing that tomorrow. Right. Why did I pick tomorrow, guys? It's a great question. It is a good question. But I did. 
It's a Wednesday. I don't yeah, like to start things on Mondays. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. I, this is my feeling about it. Whenever I've had to do, I've had to, whenever I've chosen to do any kind of like programs. Yeah, like a dry like, month or whatever. Sure. I don't start on a Monday because yeah. that's just always a bummer because I yeah. get to Wednesday and then I'm mad. Yeah. You know? A Wednesday always is a nice start for me for anything because I have a couple days to ramp into the weekend. You got it. But I'm still feeling like those first few days of 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 good so that I get to the weekend and I'm not like going to blow it. Right. Because oftentimes smart. too, when I start things on Mondays by Saturday, I'm like, I, I did so good. Yeah. 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 I think right. that's really, I think that is smart. It, is that what you're doing? Well, oh my God. And you're pre- to tell doing you your best. Yeah. Tell me. I, I have to do a lot of press too, like in the next few weeks yeah. for uh, Girls 5 Eva. Yeah. And it's just like, I, that stuff is so hard for me anyway. Like, yeah. um, shocking. I know guys, cause you would think that I love to just talk about myself, but, um, only in this forum <laughs> <laughs> turns out. Um, but I, uh, it's hard for me and I don't ever want to feel like, I don't know, like, Oh God, should I have not said that? Like if I like, right, had right. a glass of wine or right, something right. like, or if I was like, kind of hungover you can do that or whatever on your own without mm, help that's yeah. right I'll, sp- I'll spiral no matter yeah. what yeah <laughs> but i don't know but it also just it's just it's just better i'll wake up my uh, honestly the bags under my eyes will look better guys yeah. i'll have a full week or two of the laser yeah <laughs> anything is possible please don't over laser um, yourself just no, please. but that's your. I'm not going to over laser myself, but you're supposed to do it every day for no, the know. first three months. I know. I just don't. I don't want a Winefield thermal cleaning incident. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Because for you, not for, for me. me. Like no, it's it's for it. you, and that I love you. Wait, but also, I'm gonna go to Ted to Ted to the TED Talk thing. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. I didn't even know Ted was a place. I didn't either. I knew Ted I was Talks invited. Were a thing. That's amazing. Yeah. I was invited to go. The like tickets are so expensive. Okay. And I was invited to go and I was like, mm, that seems kind of wild and cool. What, I want to go for at least a couple of days. What kind of TED Talks are oh, it's like you're gonna be there for a couple of days. It's like they do I think they've I don't know. I feel like it's like all the TED Talks. Or done wow. at that time. Huh. It's that a conference so cool. where they, and then they release them throughout the year. Where maybe? even is it? Is it, are you allowed to say? Well, this year it's in, I think it changes. Oh, okay. Maybe. See, interesting. This year it's in Vancouver. Oh, nice. When are you going so to So I will be under Coover. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Vancouver town. Oh. <laughs> when are you going? It's like early next week. Oh. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's exciting. And then I have the press stuff. Yeah. And I'm meeting um Emily Beebe has to is going for work because oh, you know, cool. Work. So that's, that's also it's honestly, it's really just I'm just going for Emily Beebe. Yeah, just that's so you can honest. hang out with Emily Beebe. Kind, yeah, that's exciting. Kind of. Like I like if it were just me, I wouldn't probably. I would probably be like, that's too much right now in my life. Yeah. I mean, which it might be anyway, but Come here, Gina. You'll find out. Stop barking at me. So what do you, do you feel like you covered what you're doing your best at this week? I don't know. I'm just like, 
You're I mean, about I, to do your best at something. You're not going to have some pizza. Wait, did I tell you about Birdie's response to their bedroom? No. Because in our Previous. emergency non in our emergency non-emergency <laughs> pod, yes. I was like getting and Birdie like the icon they are. Whoa. Skated you know, out. I can't. I can't. And wouldn't was like was like I'm not I'm not even going to see the house or my room until it's like basically almost done. <laughs> Set up. You you do it. Because yeah. I'm done with I'm done with this shit. Yeah. yeah. Packing, unpacking. Fuck that. Yeah. I said, I hear you. I hear you, kid. So anyway, right. <sighs> you know, you can never predict. And obviously, I was I really like I did it all myself. Yeah. Birdie's room. I set it up intuitively the way that I would have wanted it sure. set up yeah. with things in places that I would have. And Birdie, like I said, does take after me a bit and like has a ton of shit, you know? Yeah. And I like really was thoughtful in terms of like where I wanted to put things and like whatever. And then also just the rest of the house because Birdie like hadn't been to the house ever. Oh, wow. Huh. Like was I, I appreciate this about Bird, which is that like they Birdie really is a person that knows themselves and also learns yeah. from their previous mistakes or what or not even mistakes, whatever. Like and Birdie knew that if they saw the house and it was like not redone and didn't and like felt dark or whatever that they would like freak out and yeah. be upset about the house and decide they hated it. Right. Which is true. Like that is like a, th you know what I mean? Like yeah. they would just like, and then they'd never be able to see it. Right. Any other in, way. Uh, yeah. Any other way. So bird goes, Gina, just let me finish this and I will let you out. I promise. <laughs> Come here. Just one second. Okay. They, she didn't pee before. She just uh, was like smelling the air. Right. That when I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, birdie came, on Saturday, Birdie, so Birdie slept at, Co Birdie and I slept at Casa Kismet Friday night because, yeah. you know, Saturday morning, I woke up early. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the house. I'm like going to get it all finished. Yeah. You're, especially your, whatever. And I'll see you there, like whatever. And like our babysitter was coming over and then they were going to come over together because the babysitter was helping me with like organizing some stuff. Yeah. So I was like finishing stuff up in Bree's room. I heard them come in and like they were like, oh my God, like so pretty. And then like this is not an effusive child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, right. in over um that's not true. I mean like over Edvin riding or scom, sure. Right. Over but like anything you the do, furniture that yeah. I've picked out. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. But like, really was like into it. Oh wow! And then got into their room, and I didn't say a thing, and I was so nervous, but I was just like <gasps> holding my breath, and Brady was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like loved it. Oh wow! I know. No one saw it coming. Take the win. Take the win. I was prepared. 
to be a little crushed and try to hide it and then cry later. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I was prepared. Like to, I was prepared. Yeah. I was prepared for them to be like, eh, why is that there? Right. Weird. Okay. Whatever. I can move it later. Every fucking thing I did, that kid loved. Wow. I know. Wow. I made little like, I made little like, uh, oh my God, what is it called? What are they called when you like make little like groupings? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, I like, you know, like picture frames and like, and then I even like had Mark print out some photos of like Birdie and a friend and Birdie Aww. and Edvin riding, maybe something like that. Amazing. Hold on. Let me let this cat out. I mean, this dog out. Hold on. <laughs> okay. My brain. Do you feel like I could just hold all of this stuff and just walk with it? Um, maybe. We'll see. We'll find out. I mean, we will find out. I just don't want Gina you, to die. Yeah, you don't want Gina to. Gina. Come on. <laughs> Go pee. Oh, my god. on the balcony now, guys. Busy's on her balcony. Gina's going to pee on her balcony. I know. I know that does seem kind of gross, but. Well, I mean, I don't know. As long as it doesn't drip down onto someone else's balcony, which I don't think is the case. So it doesn't. But I told you about in college when my we lived on a smoking floor. That should tell you how long ago we went to college. I went to college. Oh, my God. And uh, like in a dorm that had a smoking floor. Yeah. And one day these like two girls showed up at Diana and my door and they were like, Hey, could you guys stop like dumping your ashtrays out the window? Cause it just comes right into our window. And I was oh, like, no, we were disgusting. Oh, we were gross. Wow. Yeah. And I don't remember doing that exactly me, but Diana, huh. I'm not saying it was you. <laughs> I'm saying I don't remember doing it. <laughs> well, this is also the person that would like buy a quantity of McDonald's cheeseburgers, right? To exist on. Yeah, I was a part of that. Yeah. 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 yeah so, we both were. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like uh-huh. you were clearly very young and living, you know, living a type of life where you're just living for the present. In a way, I wouldn't mind getting back to that mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just no cheeseburgers and no dumping ashtrays off the balcony. No. I just want to like, yeah, try to just remain here. Yeah. In this present moment. Yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, it's the most helpful thing because like it's fun to visit the fun parts of the past, but mm. you, you can't really visit the future. You can, you know, you can have hopes or whatever for it. But I feel like whenever right now, especially, and I think you and I are, are both feeling this whenever we think about the future, I think we're not necessarily like, I'm hyped for this for the future. I think we're like, you know. Well, I mean, as of today, I'm hyped for our social media website. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we have something to, you know, we have something, we have something to focus on now, guys. Sink our teeth into. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Gina. No, no, no. Gina, go. Go, go, go. Come on. Go pee. She's still sniffing. God damn. She's, my husband calls that reading the news. She definitely read it. Like what? There's no when a dog news is out sniffing here, the air. He's like, but oh, they're reading the news. Oh, but see, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now I'm not thinking the same thing. 
<laughs> I'm like, she's getting messages <laughs> from like from like dogs in Central Park. <laughs> it's like 101 Dalmatians when they have like the, you know, oh, yeah, the barkathon, the bark to on get the wind. The, yeah, they bark in the wind. Oh my God, Gina. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, here's Gina's the other thing. Like, like, I don't want to pee on the balcony. <laughs> I know, but I I don't blame her. I don't blame her. She's also like, take me to that place that has the backyard again. Yeah, can't we go there? Aww. Look at literally, she's like standing soon, here. Gina. Soon, Gina. We're just here so I can do this podcast. Go pee. Come on. What do you need to do? What are you doing? Why are you looking at me like that? What is happening? She's <laughs> just you know. <laughs> she's so cute. She's just being a doggy self. So we can't know what's going to happen in the future, but now we're excited about this social media, social media um, platform. I, I think you're hungry is what I think. Come I on. I think Gina's hungry. hungry too. Yeah. It's five o'clock. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> um, well, you're doing, you did your best at Birdie's room. I did my best at yes. not shitting my pants. I would say, like, all in all, this is a successful week. This is two wins, two huge wins. Two wins. Um, things are sad out there and dark, dark and sad. Yeah. But God damn it, Birdie liked their bedroom. And you yeah. did not have to shit in Falcor's front yard. <laughs> oh my God. You, Fudgy would have never let me live it down. <laughs> Fudgy would be like, you think Fudgy I'm annoying? Not even, not even a joke. Fudgy would have done like a slow clap. <laughs> You'd be like, I shit in this yard too. Fudgy would big, have fallen in love with you. Big deal, lady. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, guys, I think we've covered. I think we covered it. Pretty much everything. Yeah. I don't see where else we could go today. Um <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you guys, and uh, the we, excitement over the emergency episode was really, really nice. That was super fun. And emergency, um, not emergency. Yeah, and I feel like busy. I feel like I'm gonna have to solicit you to like text me a message that I can copy into the Facebook group because I know we talk about this all the time. You're not on Facebook. It's not for her. That's fine. But the well, face- right, because we're going to start our own. Yeah, we're going to start our own. But right now, we have a robust and active and supportive Facebook group for the podcast. I Pe- need you to... I, okay. Well, I would... There, here's my message. Yeah. I would like for you to post it. Sorry, I got to <laughs> hang this plant real fast. Okay. okay. It was just too... Oh, God. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Please don't fall out that window. No, this goes just to the balcony. I would just fall into Gina's pee. Yeah, but even that... <laughs> Even that. Um, would you check in, people of the Facebook group? Yeah. Would you join our social networking <laughs> app and <laughs> sign up for it? No credit card information necessary. This is no. a fr- this is free from us to you. Would you do it? Would you switch over <laughs> and say goodbye? Say goodbye. You. <laughs> What if what if one what if the only thing you had to promise was that you would quit Facebook? <laughs> Order to join. Wait, you guys, that is so fucking funny. Okay. Our social media platform is like the only thing you have to do in order to be a part of it is agree 
to delete your Facebook account. Oh my God. Whoa, would you do it? It's hard. I mean, listen, I told you about that experiment that I did one time for like a tech radio show. No. Where they were like, do you care a lot about your Facebook account? And I was like, not really. Like, I mean, I use it or whatever, but I'm like, you know, people tend their social media gardens and like their, their following. And you know what I mean? Like your following on Instagram has been important to your career. For sure. You know, um, and like on a smaller scale, same for me, but like Facebook, I didn't really, anyway, cut to, they were like, would you be willing to participate in an experiment? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they asked me to post a Facebook post every, I think every five minutes for I want to say it was a full week like during waking hours not like when I was asleep and they were like just post anything every five minutes post something through my kid's birthday party through I was just like posting these like nonsense like every thought that came into my head every food I ate whatever whatever their theory was that all that my Facebook that I would be unfriended by everyone and busy I got more friends from doing that, posting every five minutes and the best message from our friend, Paul F. Tompkins, who messaged me, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're doing something and I love it. (laughs) It was so weird. I truly thought everyone was going to be, and one person asked if I was okay and that I seemed like not myself. I told you about years ago, my meeting at Instagram when they yeah. like invited me early days, like literally yeah. before that was what was interesting too about uh maintenance maintenance phase. Maintenance phase, the podcast that I yeah. listened to about Rachel Hollis, is just be- they really are good at research stuff. Yes. But like they talked about the origin of influencing and like and like pre like I Like, I know my (laughs) trajectory and origin and how I inadvertently became, like, an influencer. Yeah. You know? And I know the years of it and all that. Right. But they were just, like, talking about how, like, they were, like, 2008, which was the year Birdie was born, by the way. Yeah. They're, like, something having to do with Rachel Hollis. So, they were, like, 2008. You have to remember, like, Facebook, or not, not Facebook, sorry, um... Instagram won't even be in like won't even start for three more years or something like that, you know, which is like so crazy because you think about it as just constantly being right, right of our lives. But it really is fairly new. Right. Yeah. The word influencer didn't exist. Yes. Wild. Wild days, guys. So we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it. We're going to get back to basics with social media, with social media. It's just a group chat. Yeah. A big old group, group chat of supportive, good people. How are we going to do that part? I don't know. We got to make some calls. We got to see if anyone will take our calls. (laughs) I wonder if like, okay, Cupid, are they advertising today on our podcast? I wonder if they could give us their algorithm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's legal implications, but I do I do think that 
We do know, I mean, again, Anil Dash, love that guy. Let's ask him. He's the smartest person about the internet, in my opinion. I don't know him. I'm opening my last bottle of wine. Oh, RIP wine. It's okay. I think my mood can't handle it anymore. I think yeah. that that's the real thing. Yeah. I think I'm depressing myself with too much With wine. depressants. <laughs> with quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> Except not quaaludes, just wine. <laughs> there you go, guys. There That's you go, it. guys. We love you so much. The we'll last one. We'll see you. Busy's having her last wine for a little while. Um, we'll see That's you nice, on though. Instagram and on. I'll see you on Facebook, and I'll tell Busy everything that for you for the time being. For the time being, but. For the time being, we love you so much. And oh God, uh, you guys, thanks for being our friends. The best. <laughs> and spending time with us when we just uh, talk about imaginary cousins, lasers. When we literally talk about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you love us anyway. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, you tell I us. Mean, I'm, not, I'm not being presumptuous. I've been told by some of you that you love us. Some of you also, don't. I mean... I think we could get back to probably like having a point to the podcast, but so far, not one has taken shape. <laughs> well, you never you know. Didn't, Maybe oh next yeah, week you did your best at not shitting your pants. Yeah, right. next week it could there there could be a point to something other than the pencil points I was feeling in my stomach. No, we'll see. We'll cheers see how, to that. We'll see how it goes. Okay, cheers to that. We love you, and we'll talk to you next week, which we'll have to figure out when we're doing that because apparently Busy's going to um, Planet TED Talk. I'm going to Planet TED Talk, but then also I have all this press for Girls Fellows, so I'll it'll be it'll be it's all going to work out. I, we'll just, I feel good about it. Yeah, we'll do, we'll I feel good about it. We'll work it out. It's gonna be but, great. <laughs> we love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. Bye. Oh, no.